Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
Mayakotep, the better love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show. And at this time, every Sunday, there's many people that are drumming to raise the vibration inside of you and outside. So uh, we are going to drum for an hour here to participate with others that are drumming at this time. So at during this time, you could do your mantras, you can meditate, you could visualize, and you could just feel the vibrations of the drums. Thanks for joining me, and uh, let's go with the drumming.
Gotta follow my own road. 
truth be told, yeah We built from a whole different mold So dripping that gold, yeah, yeah They calling me a god on sight Spreading that light, yeah But I be with the demons in the dark Writing spells in the night, night, night Uh, uh, yeah, Eat the mushroom with the shaman sit Uh, uh, my spirit align within You on that trauma and drama shit, uh no time for this, I'ma run it up, get to them comments quick And I won't give my pay to your feet Cause I don't trust no priest or no Protestant Won't catch me on my hands and knees Just to pray to a Lord that don't rock with us The time is up, on illusions I'm ready to bomb it up To the old paradigm Hope you burning that fire, yeah And with the children of the sun We gon' sing to the choir, yeah I can't move when you tell me move No I can't go when you tell me go Gotta follow my own road. I can't move when you tell me move. No, mm. yeah, yeah. I can't go when you tell me go. Gotta follow my own road. I can't move when you tell me move. No, mm. I can't go when you tell me go. Gotta follow my own road. I can't move when you tell me move. No, mm. yeah, yeah. I can't go when you tell me go. Gotta follow my own Supercharged, yeah. Copping colloidals, monoatomic gold, dripping in minerals, yeah. All this stardust got me on glow. Melanin supercharged, yeah. Copping colloidals, monoatomic gold, dripping in minerals, yeah. All this stardust got me on glow. Close, uh, you can hear the sound of the gemstone wild, yeah. 
uh, spirals all around, yeah. Electric dreams on the ground, uh, mining for the gold, yeah. So tap into your soul, yeah. Sitting in a quiet room, but your thoughts so loud, yeah. So many cycles completed, uh, energy depleted, enemies defeated. That ultralight still beaming, roses rising out of the semen, yeah, yeah. So many cycles completed, energy depleted, enemies defeated. That ultralight still beaming, roses rising out of the semen, yeah. As we interface with the elements, we can elevate in this resonance. We rise with grace and elegance. Our magic is evident, yeah, yeah. Shine, guide, protect us. Love from the most high. Gems deep in the ground. Elevate my vibe now. Shine, guide, protect us. Love from the most high. Gems deep in the ground. Elevate my vibe now. Melanin supercharged, yeah. Copping colloidals. Monoatomic. Dripping in minerals, yeah. All the stardust. Melanin supercharged, yeah. Cop and colloidals, monoatomic, dripping in minerals, yeah. All this stardust got me on glow. My Eye Hotel, Grand Rising and Better Love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show. I'm Beverly, and we have some powerful guests on today. We have uh, our co-host, Yusiko L. and Eric L. And Yusiko, how are you doing? Islam, Sister Bev, Islam. You know, it's good Islam. to, uh, yeah, leave 2023 on your show. That's very powerful. Oh. And I feel honored. I feel honored. Great, great, great. And uh, the guests that we have uh, with us today, very interesting. The the conversation. We're doing Mushroom 101. Uh, Let me bring Eric up. Eric, is you there before we bring our guest in? Yeah, please bring up. What's up, my <laughs> noggin'? What's up? <laughs> y'all already know. I'm waiting for y'all to give up the mountain. I'm already up here. Yeah. Greetings. Peace, brother, Greetings. to you, too. Peace, Thank brother. You. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, Yusiko, uh, tell us about the guests we have having on today. Sure. Um, today we got our brother One City Mike, and One City Mike uh, lives in the Washington area, D.C. area. I met him through Dooley, but the thing I really like about the brother was he he wants to teach the youth how the stru- the structure of dealing with the mushrooms. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of why we have the thing for the show because this brother wants to teach that there's there's an approach, there's a practice, there's preparation. You know what I mean? It's just not a recreational sport. And it's interesting since our youth, they're waking up, you know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. plant yeah. medicine is becoming prominent in our community. It's like, okay, we got to catch a master path 
the teaching that is just not something you flip out your pocket because it's safe to carry around, but it, it's something to help elevate us, which part would print medicine be part of one of those driving motors to get us back to what we used to be, and you know, like that, a divine person, a divine being. You know what I mean? So yeah. the prompt. Yeah, so huh? it, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. And I just think he, he's right on time because, uh, you know, I got a problem with the plant medicine because you don't know what they put in it. And we, we know from their history, we know they put stuff in there that's not good for us. Yeah, that's true. I, I saw an article yesterday where the, it's one state that just le- is going to legalize marijuana. Mm-hmm. But they they put they're trying to put in an amendment to control the TAC level, so mm-hmm. that alone lets you know that they can do stuff with marijuana. You see what I mean? Because how are you gonna control the TAC level in the plant, right? Thank so you. which is and, and, probably and why they don't have no seeds. I don't. That tells me right there it don't even have no seeds in it. Yeah, it gets interesting because you know, <laughs> but that that's a part of their perver- perversion, you know what I mean? Like yeah, they perverted yeah. or, and or if, if you control, you know, like I, I've been to a party where people smoke, 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 smoke. And back in the day when I was 18, I smoked weed mm-hmm. and, you know, the weed lasted a lot long. You didn't have to smoke a joint, 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 joint. But then again, ours was more natural so that the TAC levels were more true to what we you would get and how they work yeah. in your body, which is another show about the endo system. You know, our bodies have an endo system for marijuana, which is that's going to be mm-hmm. one of my questions to them about, you know, mushroom. Is there a system for that in our body too? You know, considering okay. that, you know, the mushroom is older than marijuana, supposedly. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like and so it'd be interesting to see what they say. And then Brother okay. um, Divine Elohim, I met him just a week ago. You know, I met him through Brother David that introduced me to the Brown Halloween. And then, you know, he talked about his mushrooms, but then he also talked about Shasta, going to Mount Shasta, because I personally want to go into one of the lava tubes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The family's not crazy, but mm-hmm. they got the tubes 12 miles away that are tunnels that go into the base of that mountain, which supposedly mm-hmm. they go to the people of the inner earth. And then the brother also mentioned that there's a Bigfoot trail you can do. He showed me hot springs. He showed me pictures of him swimming in hot springs and swimming in waterfalls. So I want to go do the Shasta thing myself. So, and he he he's a grower, and One City Mike is a grower too. So, mm-hmm. you know, and so then we, we can get some insight even on what buying the proper mushrooms if that's what you want to do. You know what I mean? Okay. So, it's interesting. Well, and I've been to both. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So, so are they here? Yes, sure. they're here. They're here. Okay, hold on. Let me open up. Cool. This is uh, one one city mic. Your mic. Blessing us. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Great to have you on. And, right. I appreciate um, y'all having me. And we have uh, Divine. Elohim, your line is open. Greetings, greetings. 
I'm here. Greetings. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Okay, Yusiko, mm-hmm. where you want to start? Oh, okay. I, you know, I, I, I was the first. Eric, do you have anything you want to give about what's going on? Give us a number because you know I'm accustomed to bringing in some ancestral energy. So I know if you bring something in, then we can get started right, Brother Eric. So would you bring us in on some of your knowledge or some of your something that was profound to you this week? You know, rocks. The rocks are crying out. And uh, once I heard Mount Shasta mentioned, you know, I'm always checking out the mineral composition of each place. So I checked out the mineral composition of Mount Shasta, which is andesite. That's A-N-D-E-S-I-T-E. And when you write that word down, you're going to see DNA backwards and sites. So cite the DNA. And we talked about it when Jedi was on the show. We talked about pyroxene. Pyroxene is a magnesium uh, composition mineral where you get jade. You get uh, diopside where you find diamonds with diopside. And uh, so it is very powerful. Here's another interesting thing about andesite. It it is a mastic and felsic area, which means high quartz and low quartz or no quartz. So basalt, where we find the Olmec head, that would be a mastic or ultramastic arena where you find very little quartz or no quartz. So to find quartz and mafic basalt together is very uh, unusual. I wouldn't say rare because it's in a lot of places, but right there you're going to find a very interesting. Uh, like I said, the moon is made of the same material, and that's why the moon is so uh, curious, mysterious, suspicious to us because we, they really can't identify exactly what it is. So I just like to bring that to the table. When you're dealing with rocks, you're dealing with some very intelligent creatures. Peace. They are live. Okay. I see. I see. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. So I'm gonna start off. I got a question for both of you, brothers. And you know, I wanna I wanna hit it, but I'm very sincere about this. Uh, and my first question, I want both of y'all to, if y'all can't deal with. Um, do you think that mushrooms is a part of the escapism, like alcohol, weed, and some of the other drugs that people are using? Um, who you want to? Would you like uh, to start first? Go ahead, brother. One city might go, and then Baba Divine, you can follow. All right, peace okay. and blessings. So, you know, I, I I appreciate that question, and that is a beautiful place to start. Um. So obviously, I know that plant medicine, you know, um, especially mushrooms, is the sacred sacrament. I feel like anything that is a medicine can be abused and used recreationally. Um, So like one of my teachers always taught me, if you don't know exactly what you're taking, then you're using it um, recreationally. So I don't feel like uh, the shrooms are any type of gateway or anything like that i feel like it's really the opposite i feel like a lot of different uh medicines or drugs i would say that some people use they're looking for what the mushrooms truly offer like some people take drugs to escape and stuff like that whereas the shrooms you escape into finding yourself 
you know. So I feel like it's one of those things that have been culturalized to uh, trip people up, you know. it's Some people have been told, oh, this is a drug, this is a drug. It's the light that has been promoted in, you know, especially in the hippie community and stuff like that. So I feel like our people are just now waking up and coming to an understanding like, oh, this here is a tool. Even marijuana is really a tool, but a lot of people just uh, use it to cope and to escape. Yeah, and my thing with the uh, mushrooms is I never took them because I've been leery. They they were saying you have to have somebody with you because you might go on a trip and need, and that kind of made me kind of um, have reservations, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That makes sense. That's a great answer. Okay. I love your answer. You know what I mean? Um Baba, I I don't know why I want to call you Baba, Elohim. Oh. <laughs> that's good. I yeah. am a Baba. You know, I have you know children as well as you know a tribe, so that, I'm cool with that. That's not a cool issue. Yeah. I definitely can take that up and add on to what was being stated. So, um, give thanks for um, you presenting, brother, as well as the sister that's building. And um, I guess the question you were saying is. Um, it considered to be a gateway drug, or is that the question you asked, or can you repeat that question again? Well, just escapism, you know, like you have some pressure, oh, boom. You know what I mean? I get off on Friday, I feel damn good, boop, pop a mushroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. is, do, are we, do, so is it that? For or? me to do, this is what I would share, and this is how I feel. Like, it's a living consciousness, like right now, we're in the age of Aquarius, which is enlightenment, which sort of like the plants, which the brother spoke on, is plants and medicine as well. It comes from the plant kingdom, but through my research and just through my studies, um, the medicine people that I deal with, they consider, you know, the medicine as plants from the gods or goddesses. It's a manna. It's sim- symbolic to um, your DNA. So when you when you ingest, you know, mushrooms, it's actually, you know what I mean, neurons that are stimulated on a cellular level, which I'll sort of go with the scientific, you know, way of just explaining it. It's similar to, like, putting, like, electricity back into your, you know, your system because your, your body is a microorganism as well as, you know, mushrooms are microorganisms. So um, when you start dealing with microorganisms, that's living, you know what I mean? So it's a living, you know, organism, you know, from the – mycelium family which is consciousness so you spoke about shasta a little bit earlier and telos the inner earth um and i could just elaborate that a lot of the 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 nature that we deal with is a part of um our dna so spores or mushrooms are on every planet um you could do the research on that and it has been shifted because you can't put it in a plant classification so I've never really heard it as a drug. I think that what has been, you know, sort of the propaganda of something that is unknown, because when you tap into your unknown self, you have a lot of doubt and fear. So media will project it as a drug, but actually it has no, you know, drug-induced way of making you feel. I don't know even know why drug is even um, an analogy correlated to that. It's sort of like 
is demonized if it's considered to be a drug because from what I hear, it's, you know, it's a, it's a superfood as well. It's a food from, you know, the universe. And um, just to be clear, um, a lot of the, you know, media outlets right now, they're going to say that it's a drug because pharmaceutical companies know that something that has consciousness can't really be allowed because once you tap into that consciousness, obviously you're going to know that you don't have to actually be a part of something that's been programmed. So my understanding of, you know, the medicine is that it assists you with trauma. It's also a part of your DNA structure. It um, has hydrogen and two oxygen molecules. And if you pay attention to that, that's why mushrooms can only grow in water, which, you know, water is living. If it's not in a water environment, it can't even manifest. And obviously we're half water. You know, the majority of our body DNA is, you know, made up of, you know, more water than anything. So that element is present in mushrooms as well. So I just feel like we have a lot of more um, unknowns that we got to explore in ourselves. But the mushrooms are us. They they are part of us. They've always been a part of us. And, um, yeah, I've never, I've never really saw it as anything but a sacred plant from the universe, like stones, minerals, and crystals. The brother spoke about rocks. This this technology has been sacred for us, you know what I mean? And now that we're learning more about the unknowns in our, you know, DNA, our cells, it's going to be a, more of a, a, a teacher, a spiritual teacher for Okay, so I, 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 I want to go somewhere. You, 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 you messed up my line of questions, Baba, but it's cool. But it, it's good. I, I love what you said for both of y'all. What you said. So what I want to do is, I want both of y'all to ad lib. Like, what is the mushroom to you, and and how does it help you project through life? Would y'all both do that? Um, I guess it's brother Elohim. Um, you go first, and you know, Baba One City. You can come after me, so I alternate who go first. But just freestyle the mushroom. What it does it do for you, and how does it project you in society? Could you do that for me? Um, yes, yes. So in in me, five words or less. You only get five words. <laughs> no, I'm oh, five words. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't five words, that's harder. But actually, for me, it, it showed me it, it showed me how to be, you know, egoless, you know, and it assisted healing me from a lot of trauma that I've encountered from growing up um, in city. Now I live in nature. So it's assisting me with, you know, tapping back into my natural self, my first self, which is knowing thyself. So you could go. I was just saying with you. You could go. You know, I'm oh, okay. Fine. I'm I'm like, man, my... he hit me with that. But anyway, <laughs> 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 so I got more pissed you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was I was like, like, man, he, like tell me about this. He did a pop question on me. So. Um, Anyway, so this when I started working with mushrooms, I was introduced to mushrooms at um, this, um, this, this, this festival called Bonnaroo, which was actually something that happens in Tennessee area. And um, I, would, I would always go to hear music because I did spoken word, but it was an interesting twist. I hooked up with a friend of mine who... At that time, I was a raw foodist, and I had a raw food bar in, in Cincinnati, Ohio. And he was like, I'm going to take you to this festival. And I'm like, 
I hear you. You know, I heard about mushrooms, but I was like, man. So I went to this festival. I started seeing that it's people that actually work with the medicine, and they had tribes. So how I was introduced to it, it was like a tribal thing, and the people who grew the mushrooms, which I always had a fascination with, they were the, they were the scientists. They were like the ones that you would be like, well, you won't get to talk to them unless you really can get to know them on a, on a conscious level because they feel like they don't want to share this information with anyone unless you tap into the source. So at that time, um, I took some mushrooms, and um, they were Mexican capenzies, which they, they were from Mexico. And my buddy was like, well, mm, I know you got a good meditation, Devon. I'm pretty sure you could take more than five grams. So obviously I didn't know that was heroic dose. So when I took the five grams, it was actually seven grams to be exact. Um, I had some on there that was with me, but then when I took the seven grams, it seemed like a lot of the things that I really sort of was taught sort of dissipated. So I went into a space of just learning how to let go, you know. I was like, wow, I have a, a another well, give form me, give, of myself. Give me an example. Give me an example of one so of letting, the things that you so letting taught, letting right? Letting, letting, letting go of the ideal that I'm in control of, you know, my thoughts, you know, okay. and letting go of the ideal that Thank I'm in you. control of my environment. You feel me? Letting go of the, the program that I need religion or I need a deity or a title to tap in to correlate it to something outside of me. Letting go of the titles. You feel me? Like learning that. I got you. Um, we are healing ourselves, but the healing interactions that we have is technically with source and, um, the plants was guiding me to teaching me like, yo, you're a part of this universe, but you don't really have to do anything, but be open to what the plants want to show you. So in that interaction, I'll just say to you, it get, it, I went through, um, uh, an enlightenment phase. I was 20, you know, three years of age. I was enlightened as you could say like how the gods go through or the, the prophets go through their enlightenment moses saw the burning bush he saw the fire and all that like you know figuratively speaking it gave me a sense of just knowing that it's a higher power at work but our higher power is connected to a source and it's so much infinite knowledge and wisdom and understanding that we can't possibly think that you know what we know is really you know what i mean connected to anything but something different than us so it helped me deal with letting go. It helped me also deal with um, me learning that um, a lot of the nature that people projected, um, these plants sort of work with people who are sort of in tune with this energy, and it will always show up for me when I needed it. It would be like if I would set the intention in the prayer, I've been taught, like, you put the prayer out, it will magnetize. So when I would put the prayer out that I needed mushrooms, it would show up for me. The same with me learning how to work with mushrooms. Like, I always tell people, like, things show up when it's time for it to show up. It's sort of like the lesson is in the message of you being open to it. But if you ain't open to it, then it won't present itself. It's the same with the, you know, dogma and doctrine of people saying, well, it's a drug and it's this and it makes you trip. And I'm like, well, I don't know about tripping or what high means because that's sort of perspective. You know what I mean? Um, when I do mushrooms, it really just helped me ground in. And I did trip on a level of my psychosis because I had 
I had mental issues going on from me learning how to break away from the system and me, me being programmed to believe that, you know, I have to be a part of something when, in all honesty, I got to be a part of what my universe and my, you know, my natural inner self is dealing with and aligning that to a spiritual discipline so I can move forward outside of, you know, what I was taught. So are, well are, are you saying all, that it's... Are you saying that it, it, it showed you what you're predestined to, come, to become or put you on the yellow it, brick road, so to speak? It sure did. It was sort of like okay. me going into a wormhole, and it opened me up to where I am right now. It helped me deal with my true self-awakened gifts, which is my childlike self. I was able to see really my gifts with, you know, having to work with that offering because this to me is an offering you know what i mean i don't look at it as like be saying it's recreational and this and that um mushrooms is sacred it's an offering and you know it came to me like that i'm gonna offer this for you and you can interact with us the intelligence this 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 super consciousness that i could tell you that they tap into are they're conscious and they're extraterrestrial extraterrestrial means extraterrestrial which is powers extra you know but earthly power. I, I, I want, can I yeah, stop no. you right there? Because you hit on something that I want. I want y'all both to tap into later, and that was the fun guy and the fun guy there for you. You know, I, I had a doctor that told me that the fungus was always connected, and it was connected to trees, to plants, and that's their fungus, right? But I want to tap on that later. If if I can stop it right there, let me bring in one city Mike. Let him give that, and then we'll hit on the history and the fun guy. Okay. Is, is that okay? Because I don't want to disrespect nobody. I just want to, like, you hit on something so powerful. You know, that was like you was kind of saying, like, you know, when 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 Allah wanted is there. And, and my doctor said that once when he was trying to tell me to figure out something that's going on in my body. He told me how the fungi talk to every tree root. I'm like, what? It was strange that my doctor was saying that, you know, like that. But And then it ended up being true because he gave me, a uh, YouTube to go watch that this guy taught that, that the fun guy, the Muslim fun guy, talked to the trees and blah, 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 you know. So, but I want to kind of keep us together before we probe differently. You know what I mean? So, Brother One City Mike, can you freestyle a little yes, bit indeed. about the mushroom? Yes, indeed. Sure. So, like, Thank uh, you. so, like, if it was the five words that you were talking about at first, it would be, you know, for me, um, the mushrooms were a true shift in my perspective. And what I say to say that is like, so I got into the mushrooms a little different. So my first real experience with the entheogens was ayahuasca, which is usually backwards. Um, But what it took for me to go and get that ayahuasca, you know, it wasn't an easy thing. Like I had to take a trip somewhere. I had to uh, go through this whole ordeal, this yetta and all that. So, um, I didn't experience the entheogens until a lot later. Um, I got up with the guy Oye Sun, and I went to a Detroit uh, conference up there. And one of the things that struck me at first was how many uh, melanated people, people that look like me, that were doing the mushrooms. Because my first understanding of it was kind of like the media, what they portray, like this is a, a hippie thing, more of a, a you know a rave type of vibe, this and that. I had already had experience with a lot of drugs. I know we talked about the difference between the drugs and the medicine. And so, um, you know, once I first took 
my first dose of mushrooms, that's when I was able to see like, oh, oh, this is for real. Like this, this, this just shifted my perspective. Like all the things that I've been told are not are probably not true, you know? So that's why I say it helped me shift my perspective. It helped me pers- shift my perspective on what it means to die, um, what it means to live, uh, what my purpose really is, just all those things. So, yeah, that's 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 what the mushrooms did for me. And I, I have a question. Uh, how do you take the mushrooms? How do I mean? Do how do you know how much to take? Do it is it packaged? What, so, uh, I, I I'm glad you asked that question because um, as a facilitator, I constantly uh, find myself instructing people on this, and it's one of the most mm-hmm. important things to me. The first thing I always ask somebody when they want to take the mushrooms is what are they trying to gain like in their experience like what draw them to the medicine okay because you got like the medical aspect where you can microdose um it helps with neuroplasticity so it helps grow your brain it helps with memories it helps um anxiety and depression those are all at microdose levels but then you have the spiritual aspect of it with uh brother divine was talking earlier about the heroes those five grams and better so a lot of people, I try to tell them when they first take the medicine, I'm telling them, man, look, man, between one grams and three grams really is an anxiety dose. So it's kind of like being on a fence in between two worlds. So on one side, you got the spiritual side, and on one side, you're like you're like still on earth. So like it's, it, it could be real confusing when you take a dose that you're not familiar with. That's why I tell people, I tell people, go ahead with the five grams. Now, you talked about it earlier, Ms. Beverly, as far as, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, having a sitter and things of that nature. And I do suggest having a sitter mm-hmm. and being in a comfortable environment. A lot of people make the mistake of doing the medicine wrong. They'll take, like, three grams at a concert, and and everything will be loud and extreme, like the music, the energies. You know what I'm saying? It could really um, give people what they call a bad trip, you know? So I always tell people, I would do the five grams first. I would get straight in the water. I don't even like, you know, just putting your toes in there, you know, because then you're going to be like, oh, it's cold, this and that. But when you dive straight in there, you know, you're going to find out that you're safe. And once once you're safe, you get kind of used to the experience of what they call tripping, you know, where things mm-hmm. are visually looking different, things, sensations feel a little bit different, you know. Mm-hmm. And after you get more accustomed to tripping, then you can start to navigate your experiences a little bit more by setting your intentions and, like, um, you know, going in between certain realms. Now, mind you, mushrooms are the true Bible, so mushrooms are the teacher. So they're going to take you kind of, like, where it knows that you need to go. However, you know what I'm saying, it's all a process. It's just like when you get some superpowers and you try to learn how to use them to, to you know, accomplish whatever you're trying to accomplish, it's the same thing with the with the mushrooms. The first few times you might not get all that you wanted out of the experience, but it's still going to be very profound. It's all about working with it and doing the integration and holding it sacred, like doing it in a ceremony format. So when it comes to doses, like I say, I say five, seven, nine, like Baba Kalindi talk about. I say do that on an empty stomach. You know, um, I would have a, a, a bucket nearby just in case you might have to throw up. But usually 
um, you won't. It's not like ayahuasca where you purge, you know, with mushrooms, like Bob Clinton said, it's just throwing up. But that's usually because people ate, ate right before they did a ceremony or, you know, didn't treat their bodies right. You know, um, I would say um, have somebody on the outside of the room. They don't really have to be, like, in there with you. They just got to make sure you're not hot, um, you're not cold. Um, have somebody take your cell phone away. You don't really want to um, interrupt your experience at all. And you just want to take the time to set the time for yourself. That's one of the best things about the mushrooms. It makes you take time for yourself. It's self-care. So, you know, I would make sure you get rid of your phone for the for the evening. Just lock in. A lot of people say do it in the evening time. And um, my best experiences have been uh, some people do it in nature. Um, nature is a beautiful thing. I suggest starting off in a more controlled environment, um, like like your room, and just really just locking in. And I, I, I'm not in the open flames, but one reason why I'm not is because of the dosage that I might do. You know, my highest dose was – uh, 23. Shout out to my uh, brother Tahuti. He just did his 44. Um, so I I like to say like no open flames and just everything in your environment being controlled so you can have the best smoothest trip. Baba Divine. Yeah. Yeah, you want? Do you want to uh, piggyback on her question to share something? Oh, uh, so yeah. Can you share the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> what was the question? How do you take it's the bevel. mushrooms? How do you take the mushrooms? All right. So yeah, I, this is sort of for people like me that never I, had any. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what I always suggest because the brother is right. Um, I feel like the beginning is always, you know, your first interaction. So we we suggest people who are not really experienced because he was saying five, seven, nine. I'm like, woo, you know, that's experience to me because I think that that has a lot to do with, like he just said, the self-control and where you at in your mental state and where you at with your psychosis. Um, I always suggest people to have a guide there. But microdosis is sort of how I feel like, you know, you should get introduced to the medicine. Um, you should always, you know, start with <clears throat> something that is sort of like a, before a gram of microdose. So we we suggest you do it on an empty stomach because I produce a product called Cosmic Cap. And really, in all honesty, the best approach is always fasting before you ingest anything um, because your your gut enzymes will always manifest what it's dealing with. So if you just ate something, which the brother spoke of, or if you also um, ingested alcohol, which mushrooms and alcohol really don't correlate together because mushrooms assist you with your liver and cleansing your liver. So a lot of people have a lot of misinformation about ingesting mushrooms and saying I can drink wine or I can drink alcohol. That's like, you know, that's like two elements coming together, like oil and water. You know, they they won't mix at all, and it's like it's going to cause a combustion. So we always state that you should come with a fast approach before you ingest it, but to build up your tolerance. Once you start building up your tolerance, you would notice that your first experience with the mushrooms is going to give you, like like he said, anxiety, but anxiety is not going to be some anxiety that you really can't deal with. It's more going to help you tap into, you know, things that you sort of wanted to, that you were overlooking. Um, I just was, you know, speaking to somebody who was addicted to Adderall, 
And they were like, well, when I do mushrooms, I don't feel anything. And I'm like, yeah, you won't feel anything because, you know, the chemicals that's inside the Adderall and the mushrooms can't really coincide with each other. So I was like, the best approach is to start microdosing in your body, you know what I mean, acclimated to what it is so you can shift into that regimen, will shift into what your cells need for its, its particular purpose to, you know, oxidate the blood or oxidate the disease that's happening inside of you. Because what's outside of you is inside of you, but what's interesting with the mushrooms, it really goes with what's going on inside your body. So if you have anything going on inside your body, it addresses that. You know what I mean? You may get sick, but after you get over the sickness, we always state that you should ingest water. It's always good to also have some type of fruit because if you have fruit, citrus, one, being like a key component, it's a malinhibitor which means that is a conductor, so it conducts the energy inside your body, so you can basically be able to, to have a longer trip or a longer experience. And microdosing, if you do two to three, you know, a day, technically you'll be sort of in that flow, but once you get to a phase where you're like, I could take more, then you ingest more. So I always come with the um, less is best theory, and once you start building up your tolerance, then you can ingest more been able to ingest up to 15 grams, um, but I also had my brother with me when we were ingesting that. And when you get into the phase of doing more grams, it's more like an environmental thing or environment thing I'm tripping about, I'm saying. So if you're in a clean environment and you're around somebody that's creative or you're just around a safe, you know, being that you really can trust, things that you will experience will sort of be like, for me, it's like going back into the womb and being a child again. So, you know, we create beats, you know what I mean? We do music, you know what I mean? We'll, we will paint, you know what I mean? So it, it, it really helps you deal with a lot of your um, first innate, you know, things that help you, you know, get up out of your programming. So when you become an adult, people believe it, you know, the world is real and this is, oh, this is this, this is that. But in terms of the mushrooms, it sort of tapped back into your childlike self, which makes which makes a lot of sense with how people say, well, I'm in control, but you're not in control. A child is always going to do what? Be curious. You know what I mean? They always have that energy and free spirit. So once you are in that, you know, free spirit approach, you know, you, could, you can create more or, you know, you, you go back to the things that you really love and you value things that are not as complicated because, the programming is the complication. Like, we believe that we got to do a nine-to-five and work for somebody else or if that's what you're into, but it is a perspective. That's your choice. Whatever you put out in the universe is what comes back to you. So it do help. It helps you control your destiny. I always believe when I start really taking it on a microdose level, it helped me deal with any type of traumas that I felt was detrimental to my spirit evolution. So, um just to, you know, speak about something that I can share that it has assisted me with is I basically had um, a kidney stone that had passed because I ingested some bitters, and it was like the wrong amount of bitters that went inside my body. And then at this phase of where I was at, when I had the kidney stone passing, I couldn't get to the hospital at all. So it was like I'm off in the off grid, I'm in the woods, and I'm literally an hour and a half away from the hospital. So when I was passing the kidney stone, the only thing I can technically remember 
was me rocking, walking on rocks and looking at this frog right in my face, which was frog medicine, sort of saying the native totem from frog is cleansing yourself. So I was just crying, and I was like, man, I can't believe that whatever this is, this is like the worst pain I've ever had. So I channeled and was able to get the kidney stone a pass, but when I went to the doctor the next day or to the hospital, being that I was in so much pain, they gave me morphine, and I was like, yo, what are you doing? You know, I got an irregular heartbeat. Like, I can't ingest that. So when I got out of that phase of the pain and I was back to my senses, um, I spoke to one of my native elders, and he was like, well, Devon, what you want to do? And I'm like, and they talking about I got to do this medication. You know I ain't going to take no medication. He's like, all right, well, let's just sit down and do a prayer with peyote, you know what I mean? But before you do all of that, you know what I mean, get back into, your, you know, yourself. So I was like, all right, Uncle Freddie, um, which is the elder that I deal with, he's an Appetit Shawnee Native American um, that is, runs a peyote church out in the California area. I was like, the only thing I have that can get me back into myself to deal with this issue was the mushrooms. So um, when I started the mushrooms, I was like, you know, I'm a fast, and I'm going to go ahead and do this sit with Uncle Freddie. Um, so when you do, I'm shifting a little bit because mushrooms is, it is a teacher, but, you know, um, Grandfather Peyote is a teacher as well. So I had to use both. I had to tap into myself. I did the mushrooms first to get, you know, sort of back to my normal regimen. Cause they was like, oh, you got this morphine in your body. So now you got these chemicals and, you know, you got the irregular heartbeat. So all this is going back and forth. So I was like, I got to address the fear first. So I did the mushrooms, got to my regimen of just saying, all right, I got this under control. And then I was able to do the peyote sit with the elder. But when I sat down to do peyote, I was able to purge the chemicals that was inside my body. So I went from the mushrooms to build up my um, immunity to be able to, you know, get what was going on in my system out of the way. And then when I did the peyote, I had did some cactus because that's from the mescaline family, which is 300 years of age, I did the cactus and was in like a seventh or eighth hour praying, and everybody around me, you know, they couldn't ingest the peyote because it was so strong. It's like one of those conductor things when it's in your body. It's like it's going to make you purge, but I connected with a brother of mine, um, Danny, who I call him the healing saint because when you deal with mushrooms, it, it is a consciousness, so the people that work with it, they put intentions inside the medicine. So being that he was a medicine man to me with mushrooms who would give me the mushrooms and he grew them, it's like his song resonated with me and the prayer. So I was able to get well and purge. And I had never been able to purge before. It was sort of like me going into a new me, like I said, because I was, you know, open, fasting and praying. And I'm like, all right, let me sit down with the elder and the elder was there, and then the people that was around me was my reflections. I kept on praying for everybody else, and the elder kept on saying, you can't do that, divine. You Basically, you hear this, the, the prayers for you. You got to deal with your sickness. So when I connected on that seventh or eighth hour, I purged, I let go. When I got to the, you know, 14th hour praying with the peyote, I come up out of the, you know, the teepee, and they was like, bro, you look like an angel. Like, you totally, what came out of me was a sickness, but it was a spirit that I let go of. 
but it was sort of me purging a lot of the things I was holding on to. So it helped me cleanse, but it also brought me back to what I was just saying. It, it tapped back into my childlike self, my spiritual self, and I feel like it was it wasn't nothing that could really come into my you know, system anymore that I could control. Like I was able to heal myself through the plant, and the consciousness of the plant guided me back to myself of letting go of the programs, which is the trauma that I spoke about earlier. And then once I released it, it was a it was sort of like. I, I had my wings. I had my angel wings. I felt like I could fly again. I could do whatever I wanted to because we walk with a lot of wounds, you feel me, and just being in, you know, the matrix or whatever, you know, environment you're in. And I always feel like the real key to getting back into yourself is nature. So the mushrooms is an antenna, and it makes you tap back into yourself, but it also makes you appreciate appreciate nature. On a, on a whole different level. And that's why I shifted. Like, when I literally went through that experience of meeting on the mushrooms at that festival, I was tired of living in the city, and I was staying in New York, and some of my, you know, European, you know, workers with the plant, like beans, I would say, they was ahead of the game. They was like, man, you really work with mushrooms well, so maybe we can show you how to grow them. You know what I mean? And when I started learning to grow them, it sort of shifted my paradigm of how intelligent this 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 spore or this this, this sacred medicine is. It's, it's beyond, you know, the psyche that we deal with. And like the brother spoke about, um, he he's right. Like it's going to take you to where you need to go, but it's never going to not let you see what you. It's a truth serum. You're going to see everything you're supposed to see, and the mushrooms choose to work with who they want to. You know what I'm saying? When they ask for it to show up, you feel me? So that that's that's sort of what I would share for now. And I went into the peyote because it's plants and um, sacred plants that are cousins to each other. And that was just a segue that I wanted to go with. All right, cool. I appreciate it. But, uh, you know, we're going to hit that too, though, I promise. But before we go there, are there just different types of mushrooms? Since you got both of growers, can you tap into them? And for a beginner, like if I go to um, the French Broad uh, market, well, there's certain adaptogens that are mushrooms, but they don't get you high that they sell at the French Broad market. So how, what are the different type of mushrooms that you can get? Are there different effects you can expect from the mushrooms? Um, yeah. Can you I mean, can I elaborate? start Can I start, Go ahead. brother? Sure. Um, you got um, that. Go ahead. One, one, okay. Yeah, so basically, yeah, it is. So, like, let's just start with, like, you just hit a key thing. Um, a lot of the um, mushrooms that people really feel that are whole whole mushrooms, they're really good for your body and your composition is the lion's mane, the reishi, you know, turkey tail for cancer. You know, a lot of the mushrooms have spectrums as edible foods. You feel me? Now, if you get into working with mycelium and mushrooms that you grow, if you don't grow it a certain way, it becomes like poisonous. You feel me? It it it, it won't allow you to sort of be able to ingest it. So on one spectrum of the, the coin, you have mushrooms that are like good for like your chakra system. Let's just say golden teachers. You have golden teachers that's good for your third eye. It helps you deal with mental clarity. It helps you deal with you know your pineal gland being calcimatized. 
It helps you deal with, like, writer's block or, you know, artist blocks, just blocks that you create. And it also helps you focus. Um, so I always do formula with the third eye, which I always feel like your crown and your root is the most important. So now if we go back into your root chakra, that's where you're getting grounded. That's where everything is. You, you know, the root is on, you know, the root is first. You, we go up and we go down. So the crown and the root is the same. So a lot of people work from that aspect of what's above, so below. I always say, like, if your root ain't grounded, then your crown ain't going to have the clarity that it needs. And um, so root chakra mushrooms that I suggest that people always sort of come with because it's mainstream mushrooms that people ingest. So one root chakra, you know, um, mushroom that is suggested is um, penis envy. And, um, I mean, not to be funny, I don't like saying the name just because of, you know, the correlation of how it looks to, you know, our penis, but it is sort of like one of the best emotional body um, mushrooms that you can get because when we have trauma, let's just say we have an accident, our body has an emotional body that holds that trauma. You may feel like it's dealt with, but that trauma can still exist on a, you know, org level. So if you didn't really deal with that pain, you put it to the side and you keep on sort of like, suppressing the pain so the actual, you know, mushroom can tap into that pain. So it's one of the best, you know, mushrooms for the root chakra because it deals with the emotional body and it also helps you ground back into your real self. Um, So it's also good for, like, what I was sort of sharing, like, trauma as in, like, I'll just say somebody said to me, like, oh, I, I... I had, oh, I was, you know, I had, I had um, an interaction with somebody in my family, and I, I, I had a, you know, a trauma with sexuality, or I got, you know, I got, you know, molested. You know what I mean? And they're not addressing it. Um, you could take certain mushrooms to address the actual trauma that you have went through. The reason why, you know, you want to address it is because that trauma will always live in your body until, you know, what I'm saying, you deal with it. So we suggest you go at it head first, you know, like the mushrooms is going to address it and it's going to address it head first for you. So, you know what I mean? Forgive yourself, love yourself. You know what I'm saying? What type of mushroom is and that? And show compassion. Um, the penis envy is still good with that because we still oh, dealing with okay. the root chakra, your, you know, your your body, your, your, your root chakra, I feel like is, you know, where we still at, so on an emotional body level, that's good. Now, if you want to go into the sacral, the solar plexus, you know what I mean, um, which right. I guess that would be the second, you know, chakra. What's great for that are the, you know, the sexuality chakra. Um, one of the ones that I could suggest is called um, albinos, or, you know, another term they use is um, Thai albinos, um, but... Those albinos are really good for your creative self, your sexuality, divine masculine, divine feminine energy that, you know, we we, we both will have. They, will they we'll hold will they hint, self. So. Will they hint it? Like, will they hint your, your sexuality? Like, yeah. It, like, yeah, it, it can enhance your sexuality. But obviously, you know, that sexuality is dictated off of if you, you know, suppressed or if you, you know what I'm saying, you got the trauma. So, you 
You could be all sexual as you want to, but it will enhance it to the point of how healed you are with your sexuality, if you sort of get what I'm saying. Um, it will address it. Let's just say that your sexuality has been suppressed. You know what I mean? It can address the suppression. Right. And let's just say that you're over over sexual. You know what I mean? It can also assist mm-hmm. that. What I'm saying is, is relative to what, you know what I'm saying, you need and that intention you may want to set for that. But it's okay. a sexual, it's a sexual oriented mushroom that works on your solar plexus, the heart chakra, you know, which is what I always say most men got to tap into, you know, a lot, you know, um, it's, it's the strand called the apes that I suggest because it's, it's, it's basically, um, you can have mushrooms that are like derivatives of a certain family, like Cupenzies or Amaretta Sagarda. So you have these strands that come into a classification, but apes is good for your heart, heart chakra space. And that's, that's our real third eye. Like I always sort of speak to my brothers, like, man, I got to deal with my heart space because if my heart space ain't open, I'm really not really connecting. You know what I mean? I ain't connecting on my third eye. I ain't connecting with my rule. I ain't really connecting with my real self. So the apes will address the heart energy, you know, um, opening it up. And it's also good for, you know, causing causing you to have, you know, that em- em- empathetic mode of who you are, compassionate mode of who you are, because we are whole beings. So the divine masculine and divine feminine is, is, is oneself. It's a whole you know, binary, you know, system. So it assists you with that. So I always tell men, like, yo, you got to address, you know what I mean, the divine feminine energy in you because I see you blocking that. You know, you may have a lot of divine masculine guides. You got a lot of divine masculine energy around and just alpha, you know, just doing everything with the alpha approach. So, yeah, it'll help you tap into your, you know, divine feminine energy, your heart space. You laugh a lot. You cry a lot. You know what I mean? It, let, it it helps you release, and, and that's sort of another phase that I feel like we are with us. Like the women and the womb, the womb man, they're sitting on the throne right now first, you know what I mean? A lot of the men, we have to get healed up on a real level with our traumas and us just being in this, you know, dichotomy of what people consider to be a world, but it ain't even a world. It's all illusionary. So it's been a real key for me to deal with my plants as my like spiritual discipline which the mushrooms I work with it on a level of ingesting the microdose wise I also do sea moss with mushrooms I always suggest you know what I'm saying a superfood you know with the mushrooms and then I'm also working with mushrooms in a biocarbonated way where you can put it inside water and it's a, a actual microdose gram, and it hits the water, and it, it's a bioavailable in five to six minutes. So you're going to definitely feel the actual interaction because the water is living, the mushroom is living, and, you know, you put it in your bloodstream or, you know, you put it inside your body, all of that is going to be activated. So um, I, I make something called Fizzies, and it's a product line called Antidote, which I feel like that's the revolution to mushrooms right now because I'm always trying to perfect the raw materials and make a byproduct. And um, that that is where I feel like we should go because a lot of the people that really want to try mushrooms, they say it's, the raw ones are nasty. So they um, you can have it in the drink form. You can have it in the gummy form. Um, I call mine, you know, shroom moss yummies. 
because um, gummies, you know, got pork or byproducts. I ain't really saw any, too many people really coming with gummies that are kosher. I haven't seen it yet, but maybe I can get introduced to it. But anyway, it's the CMOS, you know, gummy um, with mushrooms, which, and then chocolate, cacao, raw cacao bars, and there's some that I have called chocolate which are bars with chocolate because that opens up your heart chakra. Cacao is great for that. That's the Mayan, you know. You know, sacrament comes from the gods, you know, which is chocolate or, you know, cocoa. So I always incorporate a lot of the elements of herbs, nature, you know what I mean, um, into the equation with my mushrooms because they're, they're compatible, they're in alignment, and it's a more alkalining effect. Um, I do hear a lot of people say that they're eating mushrooms that got, you know, chocolate with milk or byproducts of, you know, a lot of byproducts, like GMO products, if you can get what I'm saying. And I never suggest anybody to ingest anything that got milk in it with mushrooms because it's a counterproductive thing. It actually doesn't even make you get, it don't you feel anything. It, it, it suppresses you. So a lot of people were being misinformed. They're like, I can ingest it, and I feel this and I feel that. And I'm like, well, that milk with the mushrooms, they really don't match together. Like, that's um, that's like two different elements, you know what I mean, mixing again that can't mix. So I always say vegan is best for byproducts and when you're ingesting them and making them. And then setting the intention again, which I think that was uh, what before, you were speaking before about earlier. We got three more. Let's do three more of the chakras. Because I'm a throat chakra person, big-time throat chakra person. All you know right, I mean? so, so great. What would be that? You, you did the heart. Give me throat, third eye. All right, so throat chakra, you know I mean? that's, that's, a good, that's, that's the one I'm, I'm always trying to, you know, work with as well. So it's something called, it's funny because they call it hillbilly, which hillbilly is um, uh, uh, the name of it. It's an actual strand that's consistent of two strands. Like you can make, it ain't a hybrid but you can make a strand where it's good to work with both things. Like let's just say for the Kupenzi family and our Amaretta, you know, Sagarda family, you can mix. So hillbillies is good for your throat chakra, which um, hillbillies is a mix of the um, albinos and um, golden teachers. You feel me? Um, Mm -hmm. And they go well together because – I forgot to tell you, penis envy is level five strength. Um, the solar plexus, one that I spoke of, which was um, the albinos, those are level threes. You know, the aches, you know what I'm saying, which that's, I feel like certain chakras need more stimulation. Those are level fives. So the hillbilly goes to the throat chakra. Those are level threes. And when I'm saying level threes, it's sort of like, if you take one gram, it's equivalent to a compound or a quantum of that. So one is really three um, for three X. And then um, the five strength is like five X. So you do one gram is considered to be five grams. And people are like, well, I can't see that being true. And I'm like, no, it's true because basically that, that, that um, score holds a certain um, structure. And it's similar to like, you know, sound resonance. So if the megahertz and the frequency is higher, then the actual medicine can resonate on that same frequency of how high it is. So if that vibrational frequency, you know what I'm saying, is level three, level four, level five, 
that's like the strength of it, you know, similar to THC having cannabinoids and it's having more cannabinoids to get it a higher high. So you have strengths and, and the mushroom family that you're labeled by. So we had to throw chakra. That's the hillbilly. That's good for your activation. Like literally not to be funny. Um, sometimes a lot of us will speak, but we're not speaking from, you know, our, our diaphragm and speaking from, you know what I'm saying? Our real voice. We speaking from just like, you know, <laughs> being off balance. So what helps me with, that throat chakra energy is I do these heart stances, um, and I've been doing them for the last, like, 60 days. Um, and what happens with the heart stance is you put yourself um, in a stance of a heart, like, and the chi of your breathing simulates each of the places that you need it to happen. So we go from four minutes to up to five minutes now, me and a brother of mine. But what's interesting is when you're on mushrooms, Let's just say you ain't healed, healed, healed on a certain level. When you're activating that chi, it's going to tell you what type of healing you may need for your body at that given time because your breathing is what's going to conduct the energy. So if I'm having a bad day or something, I can do my heart stance and it's going to help me face all of the stuff that, you know, I, I took on. You know, I, I carry because when I move with my medicine in cities, people are like, well, why you don't? you know, move in the cities without your medicine, Devon. I'm like, because my plants sort of protect me. If I don't have my medicine with me, I'm not going to move off my square. I'm not going to move outside of my, you know what I mean? I got to be in my natural powered-up zone. So when I'm moving in the cities, I got to have my plants as my power-up because that's the only thing I can tap into that can give me, like, my, you know, protection. And not to be funny, people are like, oh, well, you think that mushrooms can be invisible or make you invisible? Yeah, it's a sacred manna. It's actually a lightning speed, you know. So I've had mushrooms where I forgot to take them off, and I'm getting on a plane. You feel me? And people are like, well, what did they say to you? So literally, I'm a Jedi. So whatever energy you put out in the universe, that's what's going to come forward. So I always just say it's food. So somebody asked me one time, I had like a pound in my bag, and they were like, what is that? And I was like, that's a superfood. I said, that's a superfood. It's a dehydrated, you know what I mean, mushroom. Obviously, you feel me, they didn't know what it was, but it was, you know, a whole <laughs> pound of psilocybin. And what became a word of me, and I, I was just remembering my meditations, is my intentions weren't wrong. So I never had anything come to me with mushrooms ever, you know, in my life with authorities or nothing because the medicine itself, it sort of tunes into your frequency to be like, yo, this is good medicine. He giving he giving out good works. So because he giving out good works, we gonna cloak him. We gonna make sure that he's protected because he working with this 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 sacrament and we need him here. You know what I mean? I always tell people like, yo, I can't be the sacrificial lamb because you know the sacrifices we already have seen in our you know you know our 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 conscious community, our communities like the king gets sacrificed. You feel me? So on a high priest level, I've been learning to really let my mushrooms speak for themselves, and I could just be in my hidden chambers doing my work, and, you know, I'm moving into a whole phase now where I'm like, oh, y'all want to come with AI? Y'all want to come with that artificial intelligence? All right, I'll make, a, I'll make an avatar that can speak and educate to where it's me, but I'm using the tools that people can utilize so they can get the message that they need to get it. So 
So we have the throat chakra, hillbillies. We have the crown chakra. The crown chakra is enigma. Enigma is the one I suggest for the crown chakra. Enigma is one of the um, um, strongest mushroom strands you can get. You can look it up, but it's one of the it's the hardest to manifest and grow because of the yielding. It's similar to like a runt, like runt, the actual plant. That the reason why they call the THC plant runt because the plant won't manifest as much. So basically, these enigmas is the crown chakra. You know, they call them the philosopher's stones. It's like Metatron activated in your, you know, in your psyche. And it's one of the hardest, you know, strands to grow. And through my lab, you know, we got like 180 strands. But I noticed that a lot of my, you know, scientists, scientists that do genetics, they're like, man, that's the hardest thing to grow, Divine. So when we sort of say a cycle of 60 days for mushrooms, the enigmas will take 90 days. You feel me? It goes with that nine. They don't even go with the six. Most mushrooms grow with the six, but the enigmas grow with the nine. And I'm I'm October 9th, so just to give that whole vibrational frequency of the nine, that's like the birthing and rebirthing, you know, number. But it's interesting. That's 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 the strongest one, and it's a 5X. So I said five strength earlier. This is 5X, meaning like, it's really no way you could put the strength on it. It's beyond the gauge of what the strength is. Penis envy being, like I told you, five. And they also spoke about how, you know, the um, heart chakra or the H was five. Well, enigma, enigmas is 5X. That's stronger than any mushroom you could, like, That is, is, is the top. It's the highest standard. Now, do I suggest people do those? No, I don't suggest people do that. I suggest those people grow to where they got to be at in a healing process of their whole self before they start embarking on, you know what I'm saying, these strands that are strong because, like I said, we're in the unknown phase of this phenomenon. We're conscious, but in our, you know, unknown phase of what's going on with the mushrooms, we still got a lot more to learn from it. So it's a beautiful time because you're going into the unknown phase of something that's really sacred and it's a mystery, so it's unfolding. So as we get more conscious and aware of what's going on, that information is naturally slow for us to be able to utilize it. And collectively, I always say that it's the collective intelligence that people are speaking of. Well, all right, the mushrooms can help you tap into that collective intelligence, collective meditation, and hence, you know, we'll be at that phase where we can literally go outside. We see a chemtrail. We see um, uh, cloud, and we know that the harp is real. We could just okay. like, bro, get up hey, out of here. Hey, like, Baba, project a certain energy yeah. that moved it. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 bring one city in. You know, because we had him on the sideline for a while, brother. One city. My bad, bro. I started talking, so I, I appreciate it, man. I no, we're not saying that because you're giving a lot of good stuff. It's just I'm taking notes so I can come back, you know, so y'all both can okay. see going, you know what I mean? Because you kind of took me off my notes, and I just take what you got and then come back later, you know what I mean? But, all right, you know, let's uh, bob a one city in, and then we go like that. Because you're giving a lot. Trust me, bro. You know, definitely. I mean, I mean yeah, the way I look at it, too, like, um, you know what I'm saying, I love to learn from my peers, too. So, like, you, um, you're dropping a lot of science. Um, my target market is like people who are just coming into it because I realized through the mushroom that part of my purpose was helping people overcome these street addictions. You know what I'm saying? Um, these, these, these street cultural 
um, addictions to whereas everybody feels like they got to be a rapper, a trapper, or athlete. So, like, you know mm. what I'm saying? My, my biggest uh, customer, consumer, like, target market are people who, you know, who are still uh, glorifying the street life type of times. And a lot of them, sometimes they get turned off to the science until they take a, a dose that opens them up to be like, okay, what is the chakra? You know what I'm saying? So to go back to the point hmm. of uh, what what medicines uh, do what, you know, it's a lot like, like, like we, like you got different strains that activate certain things inside of the body. But, um, you know, a, a few minutes ago, Brother Divine heard you saying uh, one thing that sticks out to me the most is, honestly, your experience is going to be a variable of what the mushroom needs to teach you, you know what I'm saying, versus what your intentions are, versus what your set and setting allow. Because if you take them and you're in some type of environment where you can't go deeply into to yourself because you're still trying to be conscious for your own safety, you know what I mean, um, then you're not going to travel as deep inside your mind. So um, I know a uh, brother was talking about he had like 150 flavors in the lab and stuff like that. So like, you know, I usually uh, keep in rotation a good a good little good little 10, you know what I mean, a little options because that's the biggest question I get. They were like, uh, what you got and what does it do, da-da-da-da-da. And so I send everybody a little blurb with it, like, you know, a little paragraph, like, this do this, this do that, this do this. However, what I do is I listen towards the feedback that I get back a lot, and I try to see, like, okay, this is what's trending, you know. Um, then you got people more on the street level who are just getting into the shrooms, and they're just like, what's the strongest? Because that's all they know to ask. Like, they're not too familiar with, okay, this is my four chakra, this four divine masculine, feminine, like, they just like, what's going, what's going to hit, what, what I'm going to feel. Um, and, you know, those are like the, those, those bare, those bare minimum, like, physicality questions, like, uh, and a lot of times when people ask me that, I already know, like, some of them are trying to escape or some of them are just hearing about the mushrooms and they're just trying to get into it. So I, I look at what's trending. So, you know, for a while, everybody was talking about apes. A lot of people are going with the latest and greatest. You know, um, like brother said, you know, enigmas are, are like super strong. Uh, Natalenses, you got all types of um, like exotic, like how how they might, when we first came around, it was like super lemon cushion, like everything had all these names and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of these strains, people are taking into these, into the labs and you know doing plate work and isolating this and that but my whole thing is just take the mushroom man you know what i mean and like see what your experience is with it and how you like it you know what i'm saying so like you know people used to be like golden teacher this golden teacher that you know then you have all those those names of those strains that have been around for since the beginning of shroomism so you got like the b plus and now all these strains are like developing into all these wild names, like uh, you know, like a, a bunch of these these newer ones, like McKellar Gorilla and all these Jack Frost and Iceberg, you know. So, like I say, I usually keep about ten on me, and I I, I let people choose based on the little paragraph that I send. What, that goes what, what with do you it. mean by ten? You mean ten ten different types of mushrooms? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay, like okay. right now, Thai Koi, Avalanche, 
uh, Ecuadorian, um, Jack Frost, uh, you know, just it's, it's, it's a bunch of them. Uh, hillbilly pumpkins. So first it was hillbillies. Now there's hillbilly pumpkins. You know what I mean? But I always tell people, mm-hmm. you know, don't get too caught up because like you could, I see people going to analysis paralysis. Like, yeah, man, I'm looking for this particular thing. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like some of them, it's just maybe you might gotta increase or decrease the dose of it. You know? So you know, I always say, you know, don't worry as much about the kind as as much as worry about setting the proper set and setting so that you could you could kind of like bond with whatever medicine you take and, and go where you try and go. And my I thing. have a I have a question now. You deal with a lot of people that in the uh, entertainment and you know they do a lot of street drugs. Are are they getting sure. more into the, the mushrooms? And getting so I'm so glad you asked that question. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you asked that question. I swear for goodness, like it's a couple of people that I introduced the mushroom to in a in a way where I presented it as culturally acceptable, but I let them know that I still resonate with what they got going on. And so they told me, like, and I'm not, I can't be super specific, but I'm gonna try to be a little specific. So they like, man, I was just selling coke, da 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 da. I'm trying to get into this. So a lot of people, like you got to understand, the D.C. area DMV, they got songs called Dip Dip Bar, which is PCP, you know what I mean? And so, like, around here, it's like anybody who would just try PCP, it's like how can you not try the mushroom? So, you know, right. um, nowadays, and, like, in, uh, uh, Rick Ross's book, he talks about the mushroom. Like, a lot of these, a lot of music now is starting to culturally open up to uh, the shrooms. So what I try to, like, especially when I sell to some somebody, I mean, especially when I help uh, uh, somebody on the street uh, acquire the medicine, I always hear them talking about, like, you know, you, what's this going to do for me? What's this going to do? Like, they hear it in the music. And I know that some of them are trying to take it rec- recreationally. They try to take it because they got curiosity to it because they're hearing their favorite rappers talk about it now. And I, I might give them a little bit of science, but I try not to turn them off to the experience, and and I try not to alienate them from thinking like, oh man, it's just it's you got to be like super nerdy or you got to be uh, super spiritual or you got to be like, no, you don't got to do nothing, but just take this mushroom. You feel what I'm saying? And then once they take it, especially if I can get them to take five grams, now they start to come with me with the integration process, which is the questions like, hey, bro, I just seen, uh, I swear to God, I seen this, I seen that. And it, and it's like so funny to see like a street guy, like get super excited mm-hmm. because he just seen something that he don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Then I started to drop more science on him. Like, yeah, bro, you just experienced a uh, spiritual warfare or like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like now I'm starting to walk them in on the science of it. But the first thing is just getting over that cultural barrier to, What's holding people back from thinking like, oh, this is a hallucin, a hallucinogen that's going to make you lose your mind. You know what I'm saying? And then because you got to understand on the same streets where, you know, that I'm trying to push the medicine into, like to, into accepting these types of differences, that's where the most trauma is. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to scare them away from facing themselves. And that's the thing, too. If you tell somebody, okay, microdose, start this, start that. 
a lot of them will will get just enough in them to like to like get nervous to take a real dose. So you see what I'm saying? So when you look at ayahuasca, I don't hear nobody say, oh, microdose this and that. No, you're going into a trip. You're going into a journey. You know what I mean? So, like, with shrooms, you know, you got the microdose and then you got the journey. You see what I'm saying? So it's a lot of people who um, they hear about the shrooms, but they don't know where to take it, and then they wind up microdosing and, and getting nervous. So I try to keep the experience cool, calm, and collective. And I try to get them to jump in with a hero's dose because if they don't get into a, a, a real dose, sometimes they get nervous to get there later. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I can expand on that too. I think the brother just hit it like a lot of, I mean, most people who deal with the plant, obviously we, you know what I mean, um, they want to be high and they want to feel a lot. But it's a big heroin epidemic now and a big pill epidemic. So I noticed that a lot of the people on the streets as well as in the cities that I you know hub out of, they like are transitioning. Because three years ago, I was speaking about mushrooms, and a lot of them were laughing at me because they're like, man, it's, there go Divine saying something that, you know what I mean, <laughs> talking about these mushrooms. And now yeah. rappers like Lil Becky, I mentioned some mushrooms he's taking or Lil Wayne, you know what I mean? And then you'll hear um, Burner. So the culture is hearing the music, and I think what is happening is the consciousness thing I said. So they walk into the plants, and the plants is opening them up. And like the brother said to me, a lot of the people that I know, anybody that's taking pills, I'm going to always suggest something natural, and I always just hit them with the, if you got to take a drug test, it won't show up in your drug test. So I always like to educate the back end of it. So they like, and so they can feel like, man, thank you, bro. I can't believe I could pass my drug, because we're in a there whole traumatic setup on the street level where anybody doing certain medicines, I'm gonna suggest the plant and I'm the spores or the mushrooms first, and they gravitate to that. It's like love, you know what I mean? You are gonna gravitate to something that feels good, because once you put it in your body, it's already a part of our DNA. So yeah, I feel like a lot of the cultural you know, um, implications of us expanding. The mushrooms is assisting that, and it's similar to, like, in the next five to six to seven or ten years, it's going to be a gateway to a whole new transformation where we really back to our, you know, God self and our, you know, God itself are us running our legacy, not from a, you know, wounded perspective because the people that's on the streets, they wounded you know, but they don't really know what to do to not be wounded. So I always just come with suggestions, like, instead of doing this, you could do this. And then I always be like, yo, maybe you can get a little bit more in tune with yourself and do a bigger dose when you want to have some time in nature. Because a lot of people, because I do retreats out in Shasta, I've been doing it for the last six years. I noticed that a lot of people will be like, man, you live out in the woods, bro? I'm like, yeah, bro, look how I live. And when I show them, they thinking I'm living like off grid and you know not 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 to be funny like fucked up types like oh he off grid he home he's homesteading he per-. I'm like bruh this I'm living right here I'm living on the mountain too you feel me I got access to a river I got access to water I got access to a fire I do sweats I do a lot of ceremonies but they like bruh you living like a king Devon I can't believe I'm like bruh the land chose me to work with it you know what I mean so I'm out on the Cali side 
I noticed that Oregon has pushed the fold with states because I, I didn't really know no other states to be legal until I heard that Oregon that came with it. So three years ago, we were legal with mushrooms, and they legalized every drug. You feel me? Because if you pay attention to why they did that, it's the epidemic is um, affecting, you know what I mean, the people that's, you know, running the system. So a lot of the, you know, people that's running the system, they mess up right now, so they got to resort back to nature because they putting out the hard drugs, and that shit is wiping them out too. So it's sort of like biochemical warfare, but you got to go back to nature to really basically get healed up. So people going back to the mushrooms, and they got to go there because if not, it's sort of like, it's cause and effect. If you play this game and think that you want to be eliminated because nature is actually growing and shifting to a higher frequency, it will take you out. So I noticed in Oregon they went legal, and I'm waiting for other states to go legal. I heard D.C. It went legal. I was like, wow, cool. Colorado it went legal. We in California, too. Mount Shasta's in California. Cali didn't go legal, but they're in certain counties it is. But you pay attention to the dynamic of your state. Your state dictates what's going on with the politics and the cultural phenomenon of where they want their people to be at. So in Oregon, bro, they the only state that I know or the county I live in that is GMO friendly. And when I say GMO friendly, you can't, Monsanto can't set up shop in Oregon because the people who's the lobbyists and the people who's running those counties, they like, bro, if our food tainted, we can't we can't thrive. We can't do nothing. So I I left my city upbringing the programming, and I lived in Miami. I thought I lived in the best place ever. Like yeah, I'm in Miami. It's tropical. The sun is there. You know what I mean? I was you know I had a spot in Pembroke Pines and a little Haiti, but my shift made me go to nature. This is what I'm saying. I think it's a natural progression that. Our DNA and our spirit is asking for it, and the spores want to work with us. I feel like the spores are us. So I always share that with people, like, the same way it's a natural progression in nature, we in tune and aligning ourselves with the spores, and that's why the conscious community community is doing way more sacred medicines. Like, I'm hearing all types of stuff from combo to, you know, the ayahuasca, then ayaboga, like, you know, I can go into all types of circles who I am because of the medicine. Like the mushrooms has opened me up to a whole spiritual so, family. So what of, what, what like, was Sabi doing to, to help me out? Both of y'all. What what was Sabi doing? Because that I don't, was what did Sabi have? Was he programming his mushrooms to heal? Like, can you talk to this mushroom before a brother come in and say? Blah, 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 blah to the mushroom. <laughs> like when I talked to one city, Mike, you know, he talked to my nephew. And he was telling us how to put it to our heart and our head and blah, blah, blah. Is that part of the programming? You know what I mean? Like that because Sabi well, was doing, you know, Sabi, Sabi I, was I, into the shoes, right? He, I heard he was into the shoes. And I, from what I was informed, one of my elders gave him some of my mushroom chocolate. So I can give you like a funny story of what came up. But it is, it's, you can, you can, you can um, set intentions with mushrooms. And you can actually shift the frequency through but megahertz. I mean, as, so you, I as you, home, as a pro, both of y'all like to, as a practitioner, can you, let's say I come in and I tell you that I got this, I don't know, something like a sore throat. Can you actually program that to help me with my sore throat? So um, I'm going to tap I, on that. Actually, I like, would 
I wouldn't suggest mushrooms for sore throat because I think it's two different things. You know what I mean? Like, I think mushrooms work on more of a um, spiritual body self. So a sore throat is sort of like you missing something. Like, you, you missing something like water. You're not hydrated or, you know, it could be mucus-based so in your, your food. So your, your answer is so I, no. Your answer, I'm taking your answer is no. I'm saying no. Okay. I wouldn't suggest much okay, for a no. sore throat at all, bro. What about you, one second, Mike? I heard you in the background. What you, what, what <laughs> do you, you know, think? You know, I'm outside the box thinker, so I'm a firm believer in the mind-body connection. And it just could be simply, like, I would suggest what he say, because he's more on the science, but, like, me, I say, man, I feel like the mushrooms heal everything. And the reason why, I remember one time um, I went to uh, Peru, and I came back, and um, I had food poisoning. It was like it became hepatitis or something like that from something I ate. And I swear to God, I remember as soon as I could eat some mushrooms, I felt I ate like 10 grams, and I felt like little miniature uh, midgets running around in my chest, like healing me. Like Now, mind you, some of it is just your mind healing your body. And sometimes when you take the medicine, now you're you're in this other realm where – your mind thinks different, so you could put healing energy towards anything and everything. You know what I'm saying? As far as um, like the actual science versus the uh, metaphysical science of healing. You know what I mean? I mean, we can technically heal ourselves. So I agree with him. Minding your matter is totally it. But if somebody came to me and said they had a sore throat, obviously my suggestion would be, bro totally herbal based because you can activate and, mushrooms with the herbs. So you could do a compound and, and then put the mushroom with it. I can see that, but I would definitely and, uh, suggest a holistic effect of like what the, I, what I is to address it with what the herbs are. So I would say what he's saying is true too, because also I don't like to give people expectations like, yeah, bro, take the uh, mushrooms and your, your sore throat. It's gonna be healed because now, now you about to lose trust because if it if it don't work out that way, they're like, man, you don't know what you're talking about, man. You fake, you fake doctor baby, like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's like it's it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know what I mean, a two part thing where, you know, I feel like it can heal everything, but like, it, you know, it takes a lot of inner work as well, and so it might not be like the medical, like, you know what I'm saying. Here's the thing: the shrooms don't necessarily replace like. <laughs> Uh, Tylenol and whatever over the Dimetap, you know, there's some medicines that you get from the store that are still very helpful. However, because the shrooms help you go deep inside your mind and the mind-body connection, like Chopra talk about, like, you know what I'm saying, you can get to the root of some of these sicknesses, because some of these sicknesses might be a symptom of something deeper, just like if you get um, a lot of pressure or a lot of stress, you might be making yourself sick. You feel what I'm saying? Correct. Yeah. Uh, so my I thing agree with is, the brother. Yeah. It, okay, so the the mushrooms are intelligent. So it seems like that if if they go in your body and we got all of this uh they putting all these disease out here and spraying and everything. So looks like if the mushrooms go in your body with their intelligent, they should be able to see where certain problems is and, you know, help it help the cells or either give you information about what's going on. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that's what you did. I was going to say real quick about 
about uh, sickness, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. the sickness you get sick because your body's trying to slow you down or it's trying to tell you like you need to take some time out and stuff like that. So sometimes people aren't listening to even what that sickness is about. Like that sickness might just be telling you to take care of yourself and stuff like that. So I think the uh, mushrooms help you tune in too to why and where uh, these sicknesses coming from. Just like if you haven't been sleeping and you've been stressed out, you're more prone to get sickness. So, like, when you take the mushrooms and you take that time for yourself and it goes in your body, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times um, there's a lot of healing in the actual journey and it's taking time for yourself. So it's like, yeah, the mushrooms can help point out, like, what, you know what I'm saying, what got you to that sickness. Yeah, yeah, I can say that the brother is saying um, it's certain things I would never use um, out of my, you know, word sound because it's sort of like casting a spell. So sickness is a term I would never use either. But let's just say let's go with the intention of what we're dealing with. You have a sore throat, which is what you ask. It's always um, a combination. You could compound mushrooms, the, the psychedelic ones with lion's mane, you could compound the psychedelic ones with reishi, meaning the compound is sort of like what it's made out of. So you could put them together to assist you with anything that's affecting your whole body, you know what I mean, your whole self, your whole cells. And like you just said, um, I think you said it, sis, um, um, that whatever you ingest, it can program once it's in your body for sure to get rid of whatever's not for your, your body even if it's a purge, you know what I mean? That purge of me saying when I did peyote, that was the sickness that I was, that was embedded that I kept because I was, you know, trauma from, you know, living in the city, trauma from, you know what I'm saying, being harassed for having plants. So, you know, so going Bob, to jail for that? having it, plants. Why is it, it, is it that the mushroom is a metaphysical or is it just because it, it works well because it's adaptogen? And that's the I think that you, is, is it that it's not physical or is it adaptive or is it the consciousness? Which is it? Which I I think it's consciousness, bro. I think that it's way more conscious than any term you just use. And we does just say that we tapping into our con self because conscious to me is a little bit. I mean, your subconscious self where we sort of at like you could program your subconscious and your consciousness, but it's conscious, bro. It's, it's living intelligence. And living yeah. intelligence. Where does it take place for you, the consciousness? Like when you buy it, it say, okay, that's some sequel. This motherfucker got this problem. Or when you take it, you know what I mean? Then it goes inside. So where does that happen at? Right. So look, I, I say I say it starts as soon as the medicine comes into your life because like I was told they got yeah. serotonin receptors, so you hold it to your heart, you start programming it for you. Like that's why, like uh, Divine was saying earlier, like even the person who grows it, like you know what I mean, they're programming it. So I feel like you, it starts as soon as you, as soon as it implants in your mind, like that that you want to do this medicine, and then the medicine that comes to you is what was meant for you. But another reason mm. why I feel like it's so healing and stuff like that is because it connects you to uh, the fact that you are a part of the creator, that you are, you know what I'm saying, a, a God body. Like, we, you know what I'm saying, we come from God. We are God. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, think about the powers that God got. You know what I mean? So, like, once you tap more into that, like, you're tapping into everything. You know what I mean? 
I got you. Yeah. And, uh, like, well, and uh, I want, we got yeah. like 19 minutes, and I want the guests, both of them, to give out their information. But I also want the yeah. audience to know that we can continue for another hour, but you have to call in. And that's 323-642-1586 and push number one if you have a question. But I want both of them uh, to tell how people can get in contact them before we go off the Internet. So uh, Sure, let's, let's do it right okay. now okay. Then, while people call in. Uh, yes, yes. We can do it right yes. now. And, and with, yes. with your information that you're going to give, I want to hear your goal. What's your goal for us? Because y'all practitioners. So okay, I, I, could, I could start off with me. Like, I don't really deal with anything on the um, IG side of things. I could just give you, you know, my direct number because I'm building out right now a decentralized coin for something that I'm creating called Sporeversities. It's an app for mental health and awareness. And what it's going to be is a mushroom community that I'm putting together. And basically, you can buy all my products, which I have a list of products. And I won't put them on the website because, like I just shared with you, certain things you just can't even put out in the universe because the power mm-hmm. to be will be like, oh, he's selling this, he's selling that. So yeah. I'm very into what, what the medicine wants me to do. So a lot of my products will be on um, this app called Sporeversities, and that's coming out. And then I also have um, my my number, which obviously I can give that out. And then I'm mm-hmm. building out two things right now. The app is one thing that's going to be on the NFT side of things um, where I have this this app called Fun Guys and Friends, which I'll be giving out art collectible NFTs, showing people how to deal with the digital space and integrating the mycelium, you know, world into the digital space. And when, when that comes out December 21st, it's going to be art collectible cards, avatars, you know, of the fungus that I sell. And you get the, you know, you get the art collectible card, and whenever you want to QR scan it, you can go back to the website and sign up for your um, NFT, or you just get the mushrooms that you buy with the actual art collectible card, which is avatars, and each avatar will speak to you. So I'm building out a whole um, blockchain right now, privately, and um, I really don't really get into the what, how you do this, how you do that, but. I feel like right now that once I could just put it for my community to get to me, that I know the audience will come. So I'm I'm totally on the private side of what I'm doing because if you but start getting what, into what this, if, what if my what, people? Because I, I got a lot. What if my people want to call you now? Like, what if they want to get in themselves before the new year? How do they contact you now you to get? with my yeah. number. I'm always able to talk to them because sure, give out I'm the, like yeah, the person. Like, give, out, give, them, give them your number, Bob. Your number. They need your number. So my number, my number is um, 541, which is, that's area code for Oregon, 631-1660. And then I do have an IG page, which is Space Age Herbalist. Space Age Herbalist 333, obviously you can hit me up on there and I'm going to tell you to call me on, you know, my direct link. And then in terms of my products, I always just ship and I'm just going to give you a terminology because I think people need to know this terminology when dealing with medicine because a lot of people say, well, that's this and that's that. And I'm like, well, if you say it's an herbal supplement, which mushrooms is an herbal supplement, I have a cosmic cap microdose company called Nootropics. 
and I haven't had any problems sending it out in the mail, the nootropics on a microdose level. I also know that you can get COAs and certifications because you have the synthetic approach of mushrooms. So not to be funny, it's a great area right now, but I could teach people how to get to the area where it's legal. So if you need anything that's from me, I'm always adjusting my paradigm so I could be able to meet people where they're at and send it out nationally. And then my shroom moss actual um, product, which is called shroom moss yummies, and my bars, all of that is available now. My raw mushrooms is available now. Just call me. I just send it out in the mail, you know, like, and then once the website mm-hmm. hits, I'm going to make sure my community gets it. I'm actually going to be getting your information, Usaka, and all of the people that's here. I'm, I'm building out um, all of the data for all our information and intel so I could just get everything right to y'all on my private side of things that I'm building out. I always speak to my hackers, okay. and they're looking at me like, we got to do it this way, we got to do it that way. So it's, it's integrating, it's coming out, but you can just call me. I like live and direct. I like people to speak to me, and if something's going wrong when they're on their trip, I can actually pick up the phone and speak to them about what's going on, if they have anything that they okay. have you know, concerns about. I can tell them okay. speaking, of, so. speaking of that, because, you know, it's too bad y'all couldn't have a New Year's Eve mushroom Zoom. Well, that would be proper and just guide us. Well, that would, go ahead, Bev. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Now, I was going to want uh, the other guest to get in, to give his information before we get off the air. We got like 13 minutes, and we we got hands raised, okay. so we'll take the questions from the listeners. Go ahead. So my name mm-hmm. is One City Mike. That's M-A-I-K, and that's one O-N-E spelled out, not just the number. <laughs> So uh, if you're a music artist or if you're into music, go to my music platform, onecityent.com. That's O-N-E, City E-N-T. Um, so you can always contact me there, too, but that's my platform for the entertainment world. Um, all social media, One City, that's O-N-E, City, M-A-I-K, One City, Mike. Um, Instagram, I'm on uh, Telegram, Signal, I'm on everything. Um, and for my spiritual aspect, I got OneCultureOneCity.com, and that's, again, O-N-E spelled out, not the number. Um, so over there, I got the Medicine Traveler uh, documentary that I'm putting together. I got a lot of spiritual products. I go around the world. I pick up products that you can put on your altar, things like that. You know, we got above table, and we got below table items that will be at your door in two days. You hear me? $27 right. for overnight shipping, too. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. And again, the number is three two three six four two one five eight six, and push the number one if you have questions or comments. Okay, you speaker. Do you do you want me and to I'm open also, up the line? No, I'm also starting a party too in DC called Antidote. So I'll be bringing the Antidote mm-hmm. Trippy Paint parties to DC or Trippy Paint sessions which incorporates music, megahertz music, healers that I know. And um, we just go through our immersive experience, visual paint, body paint, NFT, you know what I mean, artificial intelligence. So that's starting in, you know, the springtime here on the East Coast, but D.C. as well as New York City, Atlanta, and Miami. So all of that I can give you details on as it manifests. So, and I'm divine. Middle name is divine, Elohim. And then my first name is Afi, A-S-E, 
Last name is Bay B E Y. So you call me whatever. Okay. Those are the, I got a couple of attributes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So you want me to open up the line now, you speaker? Or do you have any? Um... Okay. Let me open up the line here. Eight four three six ten. Eight four three six ten. Is your or do you have your mute on? Yes. Better love, better love. Yeah, I was better love. My time. Love. <laughs> I was trying to sit around and wait. I just want to say to the brother from Oregon, you know, the first three letters in Oregon is Ori. Ori is spiritual power. You know, I mean, we in the West, so called. Well, we're dominated by the West. Therefore, these languages and demonstrations is uh. Something that you spoke of in the beginning, but uh, we forget that, just like what you said, they have found and discovered uh, the symbol of mushrooms on other planets. So, not that I've specifically taken any, but I have had uh, ayahuasca. But these things definitely have their own intelligence. I remember when I was in uh, high school, Many, many years ago when tires were square, um, my teacher said they don't know how to classify mushrooms. They said it has intelligence, therefore, it's like an animal, but it grows from the ground, so to call, so they tried to consider it a plant, but they're not sure exactly what a mushroom is. Just like now, here we are in the so-called Christmas season, the red and white of Santa Claus's outfit and the flight of Rudolph comes from the red and white mushroom. That's another reason why they have the pine tree and some of the glyphs that they utilize because I've experienced it myself uh, in my yard. I've only seen red and white mushrooms near pine trees. And I've been told by people who uh, do the mushrooms, may Brother Kalindi spirit live forever, they say that you could ask or strive to pro or program them for whatever you need. And you did speak on one, uh, brother, as far as um, your chakra system. So maybe that would help, brother, you speak to in reference to what he's dealing with because a lot of times the challenges that we're having in this physical machine, this body, is, is sometimes an emotional thing. So sometimes we might feel that we're not being heard and that's another reason why sometimes those are the places that we have this dis-ease or disalignment. And uh, I thank you both. Uh, one, Mike, you didn't give a number, but I guess um, you are to be contacted via social network, correct? Do you have an email address on that um, on your website that, you know, we can contact you there? And I do. So you can do 202 948 9585 that's my uh phone number um again i'm on signal telegram whatsapp i'm on everything like that and then uh you could do m dot herndon h-e-r-n-d-o-n at one city com. that's my uh best email with the least spam more likely to get back with you okay yeah i got a website too Okay. Okay. Sassameditation.com as well. 
Um, so that's for my retreats that we have. We've been doing this for the last six, seven years, me and my wife, out in Mount Shasta. So it's, Mount, it's ShastaMeditation.com, and you can reach me there as well. So via email, we're actually doing um, upgrading the website as we speak. So, but it's still still a website, ShastaMeditation.com. Excellent for divine. Excellent. Okay. And I, yeah, I have another. Uh, okay, okay, I have another uh, line here. Four four three four five two. Four four three. Greetings, greetings. Hi, Miss Ben. How are you? Hi, great. How are you? I am wonderful. I hear Eddie on. I hear One City Mike. I hear Bob. I hear you, Siegel. I want to thank mm-hmm. everyone from coming on the show today and giving us all this valuable information. My name is Starchild, and I actually have a question, but I just have a little comment. Now, I, I, you know, can only speak of One City Mike because I have gotten many uh, mushrooms from him. One of my favorite ones is, let me see, it was the Cuban. It was Definitely different. For my first trip, my first trip I ever went on, I took five grams. And (laughs) I asked a big question, which was, um, what was it that I need to see to help my DNA? And they showed me a lot. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to get deep into what they showed me, but I was very amazed by – the first thing that I was shown was in Egypt. I, I was shown a lot of sacred places um, in Egypt and um, a lot of sacred things that happened with my, with my DNA. And I must say that for me, um, it will show you exactly what you need to see. I always set attention to it and, you know, just pretty much let the shroom know that I appreciate it and I'm very grateful and I'm thankful for what I'm going to be shown before I'm even shown it. And whatever it is that needs for me to learn or see for them to teach me and they teach you. I only take it for sacred reasons. I don't take it for um, um, recreation. I only take it for spiritual reasons because I love the wisdom and the knowledge of, of what they, they give us and that was pretty much it. I just wanted to talk about um, how I enjoy taking it. I'm, I'm, I may not take it every day. I don't do a lot of microdosing, but when I do, they have a lot to show me. <laughs> and most of the time, mm-hmm. I'll be in for about six to eight hours. And mm-hmm. I know that once City Mike had told me that when you first go in, you kind of need a sitter. So I did have a sitter, but it wasn't as bad as what, you might think to give comfort to those ones that want to try it but might be a little afraid. Mm-hmm. So some of the things I experienced was that um, I found myself being thirsty because um, I found myself doing a lot of mantras, um, consistently mantras that I was showing, whether it was native or whatever. So I kind of found myself thirsty a lot. <laughs> And so I kind of, I just kept like some water and some water bottles um, okay. close to me, a, a, a washcloth, and I, I went and did some of the things that one city told me to do. Listen to certain music. For me, I found I realized I like to have the quiet. 
I don't, you know, I like being quiet um, when I'm in because that way the music, nothing will disturb me. So it was a pretty wonderful experience for me. And I think, Miss Beverly, because I feel like you really want to mm-hmm. try it, you're a little curious. I do. I, I think you now should try I it. do. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, it was really wonderful for me. I was, I was very surprised. Like, I can tell you everything that happened, well, from what I can remember, for each time I went in, from my very first time to my last time, because it's something that you can't forget. <laughs> It's like, you know, so, and it's very exciting. I'm going to just tell you that have a pen, have a pen and have some, um, a a notebook that you can write down or record. You know, my my first time, I recorded me. (laughs) But I went back and looked at the video, it was so funny. But I could remember what all I could see. It was just beautiful, sacred symbols everywhere and i'm just telling you i think you're going to love it and i'll submit yeah. and everyone have a wonderful day and thank you for speaking everyone i appreciate all of y'all thank you thank you for calling appreciate you appreciate you yeah gratitude sis yeah that's a great testimony that journey is, is real and yeah the elder you know if you open to it like and I'm in D.C., you know, so I'm always open to assist with whatever is needed. Oh, yeah. You know, you on my temple side, too. I'm going to pull up on you. Right now, so I'm going to be sharing a lot of more information at the Temple Mother Earth. I was hoping up her space for me today, so it was, I just, you know, literally landed inside of the space, and then I just feel at home seeing all types of sacred, um, you know, art and visual art, agons and spiritual, you know, you know, signs and symbols and guides, but our ancestors work with us, and I feel like that's another thing you can say. They are our ancestors, so when they're ready, you know, your ancestors, your first line of defense, you know, they're going to love you for you. They don't really put no shame on nothing. They love you, so the antidote is going to be sort of a loving environment where you can experience what the lady just said, the sister just was speaking of, have a pen, have some guardians. Women are more open on mushrooms and men, so we're going to have guardians that can hug you, help you deal with issues which you may have, have on your journey, but just come together collectively and hear the music, vibe out, and, you know, let go. Experience. Yes, experience. So, you know, experience. After you know. So two things I want to tap in on. First of all, yeah, shout out to Temple Mother Earth. So, yeah, I'm saying I definitely want to pull up on you, uh, Divine, because you know what I'm saying? You on my side of town, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm going to definitely uh, come mm-hmm. holler at you. And uh, I wanted to shout out uh, Thought Time, you know what I'm saying, in the chat right now. Um, one thing that I must appreciate, like we had a uh, conversation about dosage and whatnot and stuff like that. It's one thing when I tell people, like, what you should do for your first experience, whoop, 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 and I go down this big list of stuff. And I want to say that she, um, I never even met her in person, just, uh, sent it to her, got in touch through uh, the good network that we have, and um, she followed pro- protocol to the T, which maximized her experience, and then she came right back, like, okay, let's do it again. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, to the point of that, when people follow the proper protocol and do it the right way, it guides their experience in a, uh, in a loving, healing way, and it, they're more inclined to do it again and again. Like, when you do it and you uh, – 
don't follow protocol, do a, a weird dose, don't even know what you took, a lot of times that'll develop fear for you taking the medicine again and really bonding with it. That's why um, it's very important to uh, just listen to the teachings and take heed. And, you know, one thing I remember that you told me on One City Mike that I think is very important was to document. If you're not documenting, then you are recreational, um, and it will send you on a journey. It will it will show you some of your purposes, your path, what you mm-hmm. came here for. And what, that's my opinion for what I've been shown multiple times. So, yeah, I'm very grateful and gratitude again. Thank you so much. I see. And family, um, One City has other products too because I haven't, I have not did the mushroom. But I wanted to talk about the, the things that's in our brain and why they're there and how they, they you know, we all have small a, a small amounts of DMT in our brain anyway, so it's almost like we've been designed to go through the portal using DMT or mushrooms. But I want you to share with some of the other plant medicines because I'm a lover of um, rapé. You know, that's my thing. You know, since we – wait, first of all, Bev, do we have any more p- questions before I go, before we kind of get uh, off no, topic? No, uh-uh. No, I don't have any more okay. hands raised. Okay. All right, thank you. And if you have a question, please press one. So these brothers are doing a good, good job. And I love their contrast. Yes. You know what I mean? You yes. get the scientific and the street, and that's a beautiful yes. thing because that's, that's who we are yes. all the time. You know what I mean? Yes, we I fluctuate between that. You know what I'm saying? We definitely – if. If you're going to see, sometimes you got to like, yo, I had to go white. But then again, I'm still street. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You know. Yeah. So um, when we share with, like, some of the other problems, and then Baba Divine, you can, you know, then you can tap a little bit of that peyote. I'm going to you know, like that. Or, you know, because we're past the, uh, the time where we're just simply talking about mushrooms. But I, I do want them to know more about y'all businesses that y'all do offer because y'all it ain't something that y'all just did. Like I said, you know, he's you know, once he Mike has traveled the world. You know what I mean? So when I call him and say, what kind of new rap he got, you know, there's certain rap that he has. You know what I mean? I haven't tried yet. Can we hold on? Um, I, I like rap and then I do I did get some of the frog medicine from Well, what, but before we go there, before we go there, I got one more hand raised, and then let them ask their question, and then we'll go there. Nine one seven. Oh yeah. Hi. Thank you so much Hi. for taking my call mm-hmm. and and for this all this information. Um, I have to re-listen because I missed a lot of the the beginning of the show, but okay. blowing me away. I never heard of all of those varieties. Anyway, um, I haven't done any entheogens in a number of years, um, and I would like to just get back into doing some microdosing and all. And anyway, are there any groups or sources you might recommend in New York City? Oh, they come in the mail. Best believe that. It'll be at your door in two days. Yeah, kind of just trust this building. Same with me. I can get you sort of anything wherever you want um, via mail. 
Um, I'm setting up, you know, something right now in D.C., East Coast area. So, but I'm I'm activated mm-hmm. in the city really all over as well, like, you know, one city mic is saying. It's all about energy and intention. So, yeah, I can give products to you with no problem, I'm pretty sure. That's the thing with mushrooms. They show up for those who need it. You feel me? I've heard people say, well, you sent something to me and didn't make it. I'm like, well, actually, it's your intention because maybe they just didn't want to show up for you. So, But you could definitely, I could get anything sent and get it to you with no problem in the mail. Yeah, and another, you worried about another um, job. Go ahead, brother. If you if you worried about the building and whatnot, if it, if it don't show up for for some reason, we could try again. You know what I'm saying? But they gonna they gonna get to you because you know they they're the teacher and they're here for us. So they'll get to you. Don't worry. Okay. It comes in another packaging. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have my so, um, package as well as. Fizzy's package, then you know everything is equal. And we have a equal. So. Uh, we have Miss Blitz is up there in Brooklyn too, and she's a grand teacher. So, like, if you need like instructor in the New York area, the one thing nice about the family, mm-hmm. which I had a question that I wanted them to tell you about, there is a family, you know, throughout the United States of people that do it. So, it's in every city, you can kind of connect to, with good people. You know what I'm saying, but I know in the New York yeah. area, Miss oh, um, Blitz. I thought that maybe hmm. you might know of some groups or something. That's what I'm telling you, Miss Blitz. Or we'll Ms. get you Blitz. the information to a sister named Miss Blitz, and and she she's an instructor in that area. So you know, if you have uh-huh. someone that your first time that you wanted somebody there to be sit with, or if you want to go over to where they meet on Thursdays and Fridays, you can do that too. Well, well, I I did uh, mushrooms many years ago. Right. Okay. So I I was just asking when you said a group of people, then that she would be like a a portal to that group of people that are into the plant medicine. Mm-hmm. The, the one group that I know of would probably go through Sister mm-hmm. Blitz. You see what I mean? But, but purchasing yeah, okay. these two brothers, you can purchase from these two brothers. Because, you know, I purchased them. I don't suppose you know anyone in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. What could I, mean, I got people, Never know. I got, I got people in Manhattan for sure, so I can assist with no problem. Oh, cool. Yep. Okay. All right. So, so like, if I wanted to... I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask your question. How would I get in touch with these people or with, uh, like, you guys that like to ask these questions uh, and get more specific information or maybe what I might want to start with, how much, and, yeah, and, and, and these people yeah. uh, locally? Yeah, we they spoke about it earlier. The, the, the easiest way for me, 202-948-9585. Okay. Easiest way for me on the number is 541-631-1660. Okay. Thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. Thank you. Thank you so okay. much. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. All right. It. Now, thank you. Now y'all could get into the uh, answer to uh, the question. Um, you want me to start? Can I start? Or, I mean, I can get into a couple things that, that I think Misaka um, spoke about regarding um, DMT. And so basically, I always say that everything that's outside of us is inside of us. So um, when I first interacted with um, DMT, which DMT is spiritual molecule, I was able to smoke it and, um, you know, I had a 15-minute experience that I was in an area in Indiana that had bioluminescent plants. Look, so let, let, me, let, me stop you, let me stop you for a minute. I, I, I got to ask this before you start. Why do you think it's in our brain? Um, like when we're your born, brain. it's in our pineal gland. We have small, when we're born, we have small amounts of it in our pineal Why? Why do you think that? Um, it's DNA. It's in our brain because it's a part of your DNA, you know, makeup. And it's just, it's something that you secrete when you're born and you secrete when you also transition, but you also secrete it with light deprivation. So you can go inside a cave and for after 24 hours of just being in darkness, your brain activates TMT naturally because you have a, you know, pineal gland that's um, going to show visuals. So I do 48-day meditations inside of the cave. So do you think we're, and I, do you think we're supposed to go into dream state? Or is that the is that DMT helps us in our dream state to heal our body? Um, DMT helps to heal your body, period, because it's already in your body. Meaning like okay. it's dormant and activated. Once you activate it, that's when you can see more dreams and have vivid dreams and some people say I saw this, I saw spiritual guides, and I saw sacred geometry. But if you get into all of that, what you saw, that's just technically your micro, macro, you know, organisms. Is that that what happened when your brain, when your pineal gland calcified, it doesn't secrete the DMT that helps you to go sleep and go and repair? Okay. All right, now go ahead. I just wanted to get that out so people understand that, you know, some about yeah. the mushroom and some other things. Yeah, some people got calcium in their brain, brother, and some people don't even dream. Like, I can speak to some people, and I'd be like, yo, do you dream? And they'll be like, no, I don't dream, or I can't remember my dream. So a lot of that has to do with stress, trauma, not having enough rest, and then I just sort of got into how our body naturally secretes it because it's, visual stimulation that I learned that the DMT comes forward because it helps you see dreams, helps you see visions. But if you're in a dark area, which is triple stages, the darkness, you're naturally going to secrete it because your body is going to want to show you through, you know, its intelligence what's going on. And that could be in a form of a spiritual guide. It could be in a form of sacred geometry and shapes like the sister spoke of. The natural DMT is secreted. Once you ingest it, it can re-stimulate that secretion. So once it's in your body, you tap back into it. It's a sense memory code that you can just go right into that it's going to always reboot that DMT once you, you know, start stimulating your pineal gland on that level. Do you need to ingest it to make it happen? No, you don't. It's a natural 
molecule in your body. You just need to fast, do 48 days, 48 hours, I'm sorry, you know, in a dark environment. And I'm pretty sure you're going to start seeing DMT, um, the visuals of what the DMT would do, because it's also, it's opening up your endorphin glands. So it's pineal and endorphin. Our glands are similar to like, you know, how they sort of say that we don't tap into our brain capacity. We don't tap into all of our sense memory, all of our, you know, abilities. But in all honesty, I think that has a lot to do with programming because we do tap into it, but we've been programmed to believe that we don't have these powers. And that's what this 3D reality will make you believe. You don't have no powers, but this new earth that's being built is inside our holy temple. So we're shifting up, you know what I mean? It's 19 dimensions, you know what I mean? It's like we're totally going up. So as we go up, if your body isn't able to ingest or the frequency of the light and the frequency can shift, then you won't be able to deal with certain things. So um, DMT is a natural molecule, a spirit molecule. You can ingest Ufu as well to um, have the same effect of a DMT egoless, you know, experience and journey. But they also say that when you ingest the Bufu, it makes you go into a state of learning who you are, where you like, I don't really want to come back because it's such a transformation into the state of who you are as a light, loving, unconditional person on a higher self level. Some people be like, I don't really want to go back to the earth. You know, I don't want to go back to this plane that I chose. So I always suggest that, you know, if you do DMT, you definitely should be in a natural environment. The first time I did DMT, like I said, I was in a bioluminescent area where it was a lot of, you know what I'm saying, woods and the, the plants and the flowers was able to light up. So I was able to see the bioluminescence. But the second time I did DMT, it was in the water. I ingested it and I was swimming. And I'll never forget this. Like, Two of my buddies was there, and they were like, yo, you went under the water. And I was like, what was I doing? They was like, bro, you just kept on circling in the water. And I was like, well, can I share with y'all what I saw? So when basically when I went in the water, I saw these beings. It was these beings that looked like some black giants. You know what I mean? They were Medusa beings. They were women. You know what I mean? And they were talking to me. They were like, Yo, you come from the water divine, so stop dealing with this fear. You saying you can't swim in the water. You're a water being. You're a water molecule. And I'm like, all right, I hear y'all with that. They was like, well, just go under, submerge yourself. So when I went under, all of the beings, they were giants. They were tall, like 12 feet coming out of the water. They went under the water with me, and basically they were showing me how to breathe and my, you know, state of my spiritual self and in that state of just being in water again because, you know, um, we we come from water and we are water. And I also feel like, you know, where we're going right now, it's a big whole paradigm shift in us getting back into our natural self and that natural self where all these beings exist is inside the water, you know what I mean, inside living water. So anyway, they were showing me how to breathe. And on DMT, it gave me this sort of like awakening, like, man, I could breathe underwater, but guess what? Instead of me looking outside of myself, these beings is inside of me. So I, I always say to people, like, I don't have to really look outside of myself to see anything with, you know, the phenomenons of extraterrestrials and, you know what I mean, spiritual guides or things that are, like, connected on a higher source. These, you know, um, beings that are more advanced and more, you know, 
the technology as well as the insights and, you know, the recordings and the uploads. These beings are more light being based, you know, entities, you know, that they can feed you on whatever level, but just doing the sacred plants as well as ingesting some of these sacred offerings is what helped me tap into that. So when I did DMT, that's what I felt. I felt I could swim underwater, and it showed me how to swim underwater with these water beings. I also do talk about the peyote. I swear to God, it's the peyote just off of just working with my altar. Like, it's a funny thing with me because I've got initiated in several, you know, mystery schools on an African level, one being Lukumi, which is, you know, Afro-Cuban, and another one being Paolo Mwembe, which is from the Congo, and the third one being Ifa. So when I was initiated, you know what I mean, in the Lukumi tradition, you know, my mother was, you know, she was Oya, which she is my mother, but, you know, I had to go through several phases of getting initiated to to get crowned her. Like, I just didn't have a head that day. Like, literally the day before I got crowned, those Orishas were still battling to say who I was going to utilize to assist me. But to make the long story present and short is that Oya came forward and was like, I'm going to crown my son's head because he's the son of the mortals. He's the son of the spirit. So when I was born, I was born on top of the fire. So during my birth, my mother had lead poisoning, and through my spirit, they pulled me out. So my mother wouldn't die, or I wouldn't die. So I have did ceremonies where I go right back into my phase of who I am naturally with my mushrooms, as well as me dealing with DMT, as well as peyote of when I was born on top of the fire, because it helps me tap into what I was one, two, three, and four, because you can't remember what's going on in your psyche when you sort of open up yourself and you don't have no trauma blocking that. So I was able to tap into what was going on, but when I was initiated, it gave me like this paradigm of, you know, you are one with the spirit and you are one with these beings that choose to work with you because you have a pact with them. What is the pact? I'm like, well, they already worked with you before. They feel like they want to assist you in whatever it may be. Okay, so I'm like, well, is it because I did something? They're like, no, you didn't do nothing. It's just that they respect that you were open to them. And because you work with them, we allow they allow you to work with them, meaning like you're open to the energy they allow you to work with them. So I'm like, well, what if it's a dark energy? Or what if it's this? Or what if it's that? They're like, well, you can command that. You can also, with your words sound power, command dark spirits to basically, you know what I'm saying, do what you have to do. So that's how I got into peyote. I was introduced to peyote because the elder of mine, I saw him on my altar. He was a medicine man, absentee Shawnee, um, you know, Iroquois um, on my side, on my father's side. But this is the absentee Shawnee. I was born in Ohio, and his tribe is from Ohio, Uncle Freddie's tribe, absentee Shawnee. But what was interesting is with the medicine, but, I saw but this him is on my, my altar. This, this, is my, this is my question with it, and this is why I, I doubt it. Right, because um, I'm be honest about it. I love the show. I love being around the plant medicine family, big time. The greatest group I've been around with in a while. Right, but my thought is, why do you need several different modalities to get the answer? You know what I mean? Like, if you, why do you need mushrooms and weed and alcohol and peyote? And why do you need all that? How how do you how you getting that many different answers from that many different modalities? And that's going to perfect you. That's man. always been my question about. It. Well, that's I'm going to type like, in. For me, I'm going to type in real it's, quick. It's, all right, hold, hold up. 
Hold on, because yeah, one yeah. city might want to answer for a minute, then I'll, I'll let you come back. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Like, um, it's, it's two things, because I want to um, – I also – one thing I love about the mushrooms is um, since I've been microdosing, it's helped my memory. And so you asked the question that segued to all this, which was – you know, the other products, then we got into DMT, and um, now we're getting into, you know, the DMT and, and all these different realms and stuff like that. So, uh, so yes, I do have the hot bay, to go back to your your old point, um, and I love to um, uh, to extract DMT myself. Um, part of what you were asking, I feel like DMT is kind of like your atmosphere, like your minds on earth, DMT is like the atmosphere, and then like the spiritual realms are like space, you know what I mean? So I feel like we came to this body, and this is my speculation. I feel like we came to this body to experience certain things, so that's why certain things get blocked from us, and that's why I like to go into your newest question. Um, I feel like different tools can help tune to different frequencies, like every day, um, at some sometimes when I'm when I can because like a lot of times I'm still in the matrix so I'm an electrician by day, but every day I want to see how I can get to that godlike vibration and the combination might be different things. So like it's funny because like, like uh, what brother was saying earlier how alcohol don't mix with the shrooms like there it's really not supposed to but every now and then if I take one little sip of the spirits. Uh, a little microdose and like one puff of weed, it might be the perfect combination for me to be on my highest spiritual realm. I remember one time we were flying to Miami and I was in a plane and we were going through a hurricane and I felt like, and we were going through like turbulence and all that. And I felt like the turbulence enter my body because of the combination and that frequency um, that I was on, you know what I mean? So I feel like, and, and another thing I didn't tell, I didn't say throughout this, um, throughout this whole interview, I was also um, learning hypnosis, so spiritual hip- hypnosis, um, soul empowering mm-hmm. hypnosis, but I also uh, combine it with entheogens, so it's like an entheogenic um, hypnosis, um, which helps you travel inside of your mind and go into those those cracks and crevices. So, like, the to tie it into the newest question that you asked, I feel like um, it because we're all God and we all came down for these different experiences, you know, it's all about, um, it's like a science experiment in, in a certain type of way. Like, whereas you take this little bit of medicine and you record what that did for you, like everybody's chemistry is different. So all these things, all these entheogens that we add into our chemistry is to all, is all to uh, bypass and filter whatever we have going on through the foods that we ate or through uh, the entertainment that we ingest. We have to break through that barrier to get to that godlike frequency. So what getting to that godlike frequency means for one person versus another is still specific to them. Like ever since I stopped eating meat, my uh, blood pressure went down. But everybody, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say being vegans for everybody or being vegetarians for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's all about learning oneself, learning what works for you. And then, but that also helps you tie into your purpose because if you were brought to this earth and you got certain limitations with certain things that you've done with, a lot of times, if you really tune into that, that also helps you find out your purpose. Like I found out through the mushrooms that my purpose is to translate the language of success to help brothers who've been culturally uh, blinded to the streets because where I grew up, I never had to get on the streets, so to say. 
So I was able to look at them from a different perspective, and I also learned how I was called to it. But inside of that, that's where I learned, like, how certain people think in these environments. And then it helps me understand the programming that got people there. You see what I'm saying? So, like, um, I take certain entheogens to get to my God-like frequency so I can get to my purpose, so I can finish this here life journey like I accomplished a different level. And one thing that I really like about the mushrooms and even the DMT, like there's been a few experiences where I'm taking and I feel like I died, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it helps me navigate what comes after life. And that's why I feel like everybody who does the medicine is going to be better off um, going forward because you're already going to have your uh, navigation for when this particular journey is over, you can kind of like go where you want to go. Now, that's my speculation, but it comes from a lot of personal research. You know, that's a question. All right, family. He killed it. Hello? Show over. <laughs> you killed it. Thank you. All right, Brother Baba Divine, that was a great answer. And that's a question. You. Can I be heard? Sure. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So okay. For me, the brother, you, the brother uh, that spoke uh, to yeah. being on a plane. Hold on. We got to have one at a uh, time. Uh, hold on, Baba Divine. I think Baba Eddie got want to do a follow-up question, then we'll let you build on yours. Hopefully. Thank us. Thank us. Uh, going back to the brother that was on the plane and how um, those uh, medicines have intelligence. Suppose there was a message in that to demonstrate that um, this physical body does not control us. Prime example, our belief system, just like what you said, healing people that are uh, get uh, locked into the matrix, start taking things uh, that shuts them down, so to speak. So by you feeling the storm going through your body, that could that have not demonstrated that um, what's inside of you, what keeps you mm-hmm. in this physical realm is more prominent than this physical body. You know what I'm saying? Just like mm-hmm. you move from one house to the other, you drive across town in your car, you still get out your car. You don't go into department stores, into somebody's house in your car. Mm-hmm. So there might have been a message there for you is what I'm speaking to. Just something nah, to consider. I definitely, I, no, I definitely agree with you on that because, like, in that moment, it let me realize, like, how powerful of a person that I am and that we all are. But in that moment, it, it, it let me realize that, um, you know, the general fears that most people have and the general limitations that one experiences inside of this body are are just that limitations that are are imposed to be teachers, you know what I'm saying? And it teaches us like um you know whatever it is that we came to learn. So so like when I when I felt that experience and I felt uh connected in that way, it it gave me the strength to um you know number one uh help the people around me get rid of that fear because so many people have um, so many limiting fears, fear of death, uh, fear of the unknown, you know, um, Devin the dude got a song called breezy again, you know what I'm saying? And he, he was pretty much saying you should have had yourself together while you was on the uh, ground. Ain't no time for whining and crying about dying. Cause when is your time is your time. But right now I'm so that like, that's, that was, was what was in my head at that time. It was just uh, that oneness, that that blissful state that you can get to um, once you start realizing that you're accomplishing your goals and you did what you uh, set forth to do in coming to this earth.
You got Okay. Um, yes. Okay. Go, go um, ahead. Brother Javon, did you want to build on why you use multiple adaptogens? Yeah. I feel like, I mean, it's, it's similar to like, you know, where you at in your walk. Some some people get to the um to the like okay the marathon. Some people get to their spirit slower than others, and some people get to it faster. So I feel like a lot of the sacred plants is used for acceleration, and it assists us with sort of breaking out of that mode of the quagmire of believing that we're not one with the universe because there's more than one way to you know get somewhere you feel me so for me with my experience with the plants it always opens me up to my infinite potential because a lot of people say well I'm always working on my shadow self and I'm like yeah I work on my shadow self that's just like my the real me is you know God and devil but my shadow self also looks to its higher self so my higher self connects with the plants because it's a higher form of offerings that exist in, you know, our universe. It's similar to like being, you know, in a sacred, you know, order or a priesthood or a priestess, you know, set up, you know, those who are open to that information, they'll seek it out. And once you seek, you know, you will find the answers. So I always say that, you know, lately, because I just was on mushrooms last night and I did like six grams and I really, the first night I did it, it was an interesting dynamic where I felt like I had a a moment in the trip where I broke some codes, I, I opened up some doors and some things that I hadn't been able to see in myself because of what things I was sort of looking at one way and the mushrooms was like I could open it up and show you another way. So to speed dial it, I actually was ingesting food during the trip with herbs in it, you know what I mean? Like I had a piece of food that was epic. I had also a shot of some whiskey, you feel me? I smoked blunt, you feel me? I did everything in that environment that was going on in that time to basically assist me with the journey. And it still was, I went outside, you know what I mean? Looked at the stars, you know, I do these things called star mazes. Once I start looking at stars, I can see if it's shooting stars to really see if I'm affirming what I'm doing, to see if I'm in the right place, if I'm doing the right work. I start looking at the signs and symbols. So I feel like the mushrooms as well as the plants, they sort of guide you on a certain level where you tap into yourself and it becomes like you one with the universe, as the brother spoke of, but it starts really upgrading your um, inputs and outputs where you can think something and literally in 20 seconds it can manifest right there. You know, not as no, this is out-of-body experience. Like, it's manifesting to show you that you're in, you know, in the right place at the right time. It's an order and synchronization to the universe. So I do, can, I always say that you can have more than one element to utilize because we're made up, our, our body's made up of all the elements, and our elements are, you know, elementals. They're, they have a whole consciousness with it. So, yeah, I don't say that one thing can be done. It's, it's what gets you to where you at for your process because this is all a journey, and, you know, you chose 
your mother, you chose your father, that spiritual, your DNA, your actual sperm swam to that egg to imprint it. You feel me? Your 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 physical family, your 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 physical family that you choose is like you have a blood debt to that once you heal that blood debt, then you can see that you basically have a bigger path than just the physical, the aspect of your mind. You know what I'm saying? You learning what your soul purpose is, your mind's purpose or soul purpose. So a lot of these things you start just utilizing to tap into your um, higher self. So I haven't really seen the plants ever let me down or the spores ever let me down or the sacred plants ever let me down to not be able to really tap into what's next. Actually, it's helped me springboard into my higher self that higher self that exists that people say, you're not perfect. I'm like, well, actually, when you were birth, you are perfect because that mother, she goes through a life-death cycle right then and there, and we come in, we coming out of her, but at that moment, she feels like it's life or death, but I was explained that that phenomenon of birthing a child, I don't know if that's probably what I could correlate to how the plants can give me a certain space of my consciousness, but the woman is the gateway to everything in the universe. So that plant and that spore being on a feminine level or divine feminine level or goddess level, as we would say it, or in the womb universe, bro, it just helps you tap into your nature, your whole self. So I've never had any experiences with mushrooms on down to peyote, on down to iboga, on down to ayahuasca. It wasn't, you know, enlightening and, 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 and healing myself to make a better me. You know what I mean? And in all honesty, I always say balance of myself because I'm a Libra, and um, my moon sign is in Sag and my rising is in Leo, so I got a lot of fire that actually balances me. But when I do my plants, it helps me get back into what I always was saying, like, man, this is my childlike self. This is who I am. This is what I deal with. So I've never had an experience where I can't ingest anything and it affects me. Like, it's like the more I become in tune with that energy, what it's wanting to show me, the more I embrace it. So I don't block it. I just embrace everything, even the negativity that may come. Because I've been around people and I've seen energy, like, change right in my face, you know, due to the environment of being in an area where it's so many spirits that's there and people are getting well and getting sick off of ayahuasca. And I have to shift my paradigm of saying, wow, Maybe I need to be a guardian protector for somebody that's going through a bad trip. So I've always been able to be a, be able to be on mushrooms, be in peyote, be on ayahuasca trips, and take on a leadership role, responding to my ability on these trips or out of body experiences, where my heart is open and I'm able to embrace whatever comes to me as a service. It's all service. This is all work with the service of who we are. You know what I mean? When I tell people who I am, I'm like, I'm servicing people. You feel me? My soul is here because it chose to come back here, but in terms of me moving on, yes, it's a gateway for me opening up to see what's next, but I know that I'm moving up toward the light, and I'm moving forward to a whole bigger, you know, awakening that's there for me. So I don't think that it's not one way, it's, it's the way that, you know, you, you finish that race, and that race can be as slow as a turtle, as fast as a puma or a cheetah, it's where you at, you feel me, but winning a race is the process, completing it is the process, doing a ceremony is the process, doing a ritual, the spiritual work, because then spiritual is ritual, that's the process, 
and you got to trust your process. So I ain't really never haven't seen my ancestors not bring me through my process because it's still me. Like what's outside of me is inside of me. And that's what's been, you know, my whole, you know, gift as a healer because once I'm able to tap into that energy, I can heal with my spirit, my spirit guides, you know what I'm saying, the anatomic, the miracle side of me faster because it's like I'm tapping into something that's bigger than me. So I have to just give it up to that process of trusting my process. And, yes, it's a humble prayer. Things that you do ain't about you prostrating and saying this is this and that. I've got my ass kicked in a peyote ceremony before where I'm on the 13th hour, and I'm like, yo, I can't make it through the prayer. You feel me? But I've learned how to pray at the beginning, the middle, and the end the same way. And then peyote, you have to fire keep. So when you're doing a peyote, you also have to, as a sponsor, if I'm doing a sponsor's cheer by the medicine man, I'm, I'm ingesting the sacred corn husk, which is the sacred pipe, which is a common man's pipe. But the drum that's being hit is symbolic to the mother's womb, and those songs that the natives are singing is all songs to grandfather peyote. But the actual hieroglyphics, the actual sacred symbols of the animals in each hour of that prayer is communal. So you can't go past go. Like let's just say somebody's having an episode and they're getting well. I've, I've, I'd love to entomb myself with that communal aspect of the plant because you can't move forward unless whatever that person is going through is solved in the um, peyote sit. You know, you got to hold space for that person. And they clean up everything for you. Everything is done for you. So basically, if you're in a state where you got anything going on, you got guardians there to protect you. So when I got into the thing of me seeing my elder at the altar, it correlated to where we came from. I was born in Ohio. He was born in Ohio. He went from Canada down to Mexico, then ended up in Oklahoma, became a rogue man, and he was on heroin. His testimony. So, uh, he got back to are you trying? Try, are you trying to say? Are you trying to say when you take different modalities, it, it it's always because you're meeting certain people. You know. No, I'm the why you, at, like the elder. That, you know, at, but this is what I want to do because it's getting late. This is what I want to do. We're gonna have to come back and do another show. But what I want to do oh, is because yeah. y'all been out there. I want to do 2024 predictions with y'all. Like, do y'all see, give us a little insight of how the year going to go next year? Or am I trying too much? Nah, so, like, me personally, I feel like the year going to go like this. Like, as Brother was talking about, like, this Aquarius, this is a light age. Um, I feel like we're in, a, we're in, in a, um, the end of a seculum. Like, the world is in a state of anxiety, so to say. The world is sick as a whole. So I feel like a lot more people are going to be walking into the medicine and a lot of people are going to be waking up this year. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like um, it's more so um, important for us to continue to grow with the medicine so we could uh, shepherd and usher other people into their to they powers because, um, you know, like, like you were saying, it's the age of lightness and um, a lot of people are being uh, awakened. And so... Um, you know, a lot of uh, natural energy, electricity is um, getting bigger. A lot of people are waking up to the uh, pollutions and the uh, negativity of the world. 
Um, so it's going to be a lot of healing going on and um, a lot of uh, it's going to be a major cultural shift. Uh, you could already hear, like Ms. Beverly was talking about, as far as the music and the entertainment that's been uh, broadcast, there's a lot more sources of information. Like this uh, good podcast right here, there's a lot of um, different um, positivity, positivity coming to light. So, you know, light is going to continue to usher in, which means darkness is going to try uh, a lot harder. So there's going to be a lot of, like, spiritual warfare going on. Mm-hmm. Lots mm-hmm. of darkness Welcome. on now. A lot of that spiritual warfare. We in it now. Come on, Bill. Mm-hmm. Come on, Bill. Do it. Give us some of you. You know, on that twenty-four prediction. No, I just you want know. our guests. What, what the other guests have to say? This <laughs> their time. Um, in terms of me, in terms of me predicting, in terms of me predicting anything, I just feel like we we deal with ourselves on our um self-awakened level, I, I agree with what the brother's saying. We in the dining was it was the dining before the age of Aquarius, that old, that old song. But it's enlightenment, like, so a lot of people are moving into their, you know, yeah. conscious enlightenment phase of who they are. I feel like my prediction for 2024 is that people is going to walk away from this 3D reality and see that they basically got to start back bartering. They got to start using their hands. You know, my biggest gift is my hands and putting my hands in the soil sort of becoming more self-reliant, self-sustainable, and self-sufficient on a self-level. I mean, but all that starts with self-love and care. So um, the 3D reality is dead. Like, Babylon is dead right now. A spiritual war that I have with myself is inside myself. I don't really look at what's outside of me. I look at what's going on inside of me that I can control. So I feel like everybody's going to go back to self-love and care, and they're going to get back in tune with their nature. What's happening is, those who don't make that shift, which that's the shift or the frequency I spoke of, that light body, that, that frequency of truth, you're just going to be stuck in that paradigm that you really deal with. So if you're in that 3D reality and you believe that that's real, that's where you're going to be at. If you're in that, another dimension which you can shift up to, that's where you're going to be at. So you're going to be met, met where you're at in your, um, your, your soul journey because it's all about, you know, that soul journey and that walk to your higher self. Um, in terms of the prediction, it's the year to six. So, obviously, I'm claiming multi-trillion with what I'm doing because I'm not going to be lacking when nature is abundant. So, I'm in tone with Source, and Source is telling me that you got everything you need, Divine Plus, some, because you're in tune with yourself and in tune with nature, natural, nature's flow and law and order and divine, you know, merit and virtues, being light as a feather on those scales. That some people say are deep, some people say it's myself. I'm just like, bro, you ain't like period. You know, you just don't create what you you know deal with. So it could be it could be a spiritual war, but it also could be death, and death is transmuted transmuted as well. You know what I mean? A lot of people is gonna be casualties of war because the casualties is man-made. You feel me? So it's a whole psych psychology of what's going on is the di- dynamic of that virtue of that woman, which is the Aquarius, pouring that water into the water. You feel me? She pouring water into the water, which that's symbolic to, you know, your wisdom, but it's very interesting. It's water into water. So I sort of look at that as like, oh, am I pouring water back into myself? You feel me? Which, yeah, I think that's it. So I think the water will be attacked. We will have a water 
war next year, a lot of natural resources, you won't have access to unless you're in the blue zone, you're in the grid that's protected on these ley lines. All city is 3D, you feel me? And you can go to war if you want, but it's just saying, if it's more negative energy that's outside of you, believe me, you're going to have a lot more negative energy to deal with when you're trying to get get up out of here, get up out of to that next, get on that state route to get to that national forest or get on that state route to get to your land. Like, I'm just telling people to get back to their natural habitat and self, get land, and, and, and a lot of our ancestors gave us land, or we still got it in our family. So I would suggest you holler at your family members that got land and start, you know, doing what I always say, homestead, you feel me? Learn the ecology of where you at, have some water source, you feel me? And tap into that water source, grow some food, get some chickens, get some you know, goats, you know, get some, you know, dogs. You know, I ain't even got to talk about ammunition because I got spiritual ammunition, but get your spiritual ammunition up, you feel me, your crystals, your minerals, your plants. You feel me? And, you know, get your ammo up if you need that, if you, you know, got a battle that way. You know what I mean? But I always learned that if you fight, you're going to lose because we ain't even fighting no more. We take an offense. Offense is what you project. You feel me? Because the universe is so magnificent. So we looking back into ourselves. So I feel like 2024 is going to be a shift into um, a reality of greatness and abundance. And we don't have to look back to what's old anymore. That's an old paradigm that, you know, we speak of and what we see. Like, when I hear people work here, it's war there. I'm like, well, that's always been going on. War has been everywhere. But I don't look at it as the end of time and end of days. I look at it as the end of where you at in your psyche of what you can accept or can't accept that, you know what I'm saying, is going to liberate you know, liberate your mind, body, and spirit. And as simple as it may sound, bro, that is where the um, mushrooms, the peyote, the bufu, the ayahuasca, trust and believe me, it helps you get freed up out of your programming of what you really may think is real or may, may you think is, is not real. You know what I mean? Psychosis is real in black people. And psychosis is a mental health condition because, you have the psychosis because of your thoughts, but your thoughts is actually illusionary, for real, for real. If you don't know how to basically tap into your intuitive self, which that's your first self, your real self, or you know what I'm saying, your higher self, and you really got some things you got to work on. So I feel like that's where that medicine come into play. You got to work on yourself. It ain't going to be, you know, easy as you think, but... Once you start and you take that, you know, risk, that calculated risk into yourself, I don't think yourself, you know, yourself, you know, leads you anywhere but back to its greatness. You know what I mean? If we were the gods and goddesses that created the universe or part of the creation of all creation, actually, let's just go back to what Mother Earth said. You feel me? Let's go back to source. You feel me? The one that sat on the throne first, that's where we got to be at. So the oracles, the women... That's who I would want to be in the forefront because they're the ones who got something to say. I'm behind closed doors right now because I'm like, yo, I'm going to let the women who already activated with the Mayan calendar already predicted to be on the throne first. That's who got to move forward. When I say it like that is we in the dawning of the age of Aquarius, that's a woman. That's a virtue, bro. That's what we got to tap into. 
So the virtue is what's going to win. The virtue is the natural law, and the virtue is the truth. You feel me? So we just speaking the truth, and that's what's going to get us freed up right now. I can't predict shit because I ain't no soothsayer, <laughs> but I can tell you that in nature that I can predict that I can cleanse myself and I don't have to ingest anything in my body unless I want to, you know, because I create food. I create things that can give me nourishment, and I've learned to do that with my hands, my mind, and my body, and my spirit, which that's a gift. You feel me? So your self-awakened gift is what I'm projecting everybody to tap into and loving yourself. Like, you feel me? A lot of people ain't really and I don't know if you need a person to give you the love, but loving yourself for who you are. You feel me? And adjusting that, I mean, embracing that on all levels, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. So, well, we're getting what ready, too. What, what I want you to do, I'm sorry, I, I apologize, but we're almost going on three hours. Is, is it, you all have right, any comments <laughs> you want to give? And then y'all give y'all numbers right quick because we're going on almost three hours and so. We're going to mm-hmm. um, cut it right here at the three-hour point. But, Bev, do you have something? Eric, do you have something? And then y'all give y'all numbers, and then I appreciate y'all. And it was a great, great show. Thanks for um, y'all yeah. sharing your heart and your wisdom. I appreciate it. Go ahead, Sister Bev. Yeah. Yes, very good information. Yeah. And you're right on on, on point uh, with because the, the system has taught us to come outside of ourselves. And that's what a lot of people are going to be doing this year. They're going to realize that everything is inside. Your mind is the universe. Everything that you want to tap in, is you already have it. And this is, like the brother said, the awakening. And that's what's really happening in, in this year coming up. And things are going to be moving quickly because of so many people that's awakening. And we're, and like on the Matrix, they showed the battery. You know, the the pushback, we got the attack, but it's also making us rise. And so, you know, you got to have the, the negative, the positive, but it's the balance that you have to put in. So the, you, both of the brothers is very correct on that. Eric, did you have something to say? I, I like how one city Mike said he felt like midgets was running around his chest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing, right? And then, uh, and then uh, <laughs> because I, I, I say amen to that. That's the way it is. And then, uh, and then uh, you know, Divine uh, Elohim said, similar to the same thing, listen to this, y'all. He had a kidney stone, right? What, what, what body part rules Capricorn? The knee, right? And a yeah. kid is a goat. So his goat couldn't climb up stones, which goats love to climb rocks. So he couldn't, he didn't have no uplift, right? He had a stone. But then, listen, he said he was walking on what? Rocks. Ah, they're going to rock again. Can't get away from them. <laughs> he had an encounter with a toad on the road. So, y'all, it's all divine poetry. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong. Don't You're not going to drown. You're not going to starve. Calm down. Breathe. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything is cool. Many people have left here, but they still here in the mist. Little bugs and creatures assist us on the way that we scared of. We get raised and killed. We get a lawnmower and mow down the, the herbs and the and the healing. <laughs> we get a weed eater and chop up all the medicine. We retarded. <laughs> so, hey, we do a part two. I would love to get more on the entertainment side with, with Mike. 
uh, one city Mike, and then and then and uh, and divine Elohim can come back with some spoken word, and then you know we can still we can mix the two, you know, because that's what we do, you know, we mix masters. So thank you, uh, Siku, for bringing the divine brothers, and uh, I'll see y'all on the next round. Blitz up. I right, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate you. I'll say. Um, Bobo. So, once you give your phone number again so people can get you. And, and a little slower, so make sure everybody gets your phone number. And then, Divine Elohim, you give your phone number. And then that, Bev, can you take us out on that second song you played? That, that was a very, very tight song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that music. That's that music. That's they both are the same artists, y'all. That's yes. Free Soul, Free Soul, and Lava. All right. The first one was okay. Intuition. The first one was Intuition. Okay. The second one was Stardust. I need them here. Yeah. I need. I need them. If you anybody know them. that artist, <laughs> if anybody, if anybody know that know that artist, I'm trying to get them on the OneCityNT.com aspect so I can promote that music. Folks, All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you, or uh, Eric will send it to you. We'll send it to you. Oh, we'll text it to you on the message. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was like, uh-oh, what? Ooh, yeah. Now hey, I'm looking for more music from my documentary, too. I'm looking yeah. for more music from my documentary, too. But, uh, uh, but like you said, my phone number is slow, 2-0-2-9-4-8-9-5-8-5. One City Mike on everything, O-N-E City, M-A-I-K, 202-948-9585. Get with me. All right. Mine is Divine Divine Elohim, which is area code 541-631-1660. And um, IG Space Age Herbalist website. ShastaMeditation.com and look out for Sporeversities coming the winter solstice. Sporeversities app. All right. All right. Thank you. I okay. appreciate y'all. Uh, Thanks for you know. Yes, appreciate everybody. Thank you. Looking forward to uh, talking to everyone again. Better love, everyone, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Better love. Peace. Better than supercharged. Yeah. Copping colloidals, monoatomic gold, dripping in minerals. Yeah, all this stardust got me on glow. Melanin supercharged. Yeah, copping colloidals, monoatomic gold, dripping in minerals. Yeah, all this stardust got me on glow.